This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and some very special guests, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 43 centimeter. On our longest and most ambitious spoilerific bonus episode to date, we review the October 29th show in New York City at the world-famous Carnegie Hall. The last stop on Weird Al's 2022, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Dave, we are here. We're here with a bunch of our excellent friends who've joined us throughout the tour uh, talking about Weird Al shows, and we're finally recording the Carnegie Hall episode! (laughs) Yay! After all this time, we finally made it to Carnegie Hall. All that practice paid off. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We practiced for 42 centimeters, and we finally... <laughs> Finally here. Finally here. <laughs> the unofficial official last show of the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent advised vanity tour. We are here. So let's uh, actually go around the room and introduce everybody who's here. We've all been on the podcast before, but just let's just give a quick introduction who you are and uh I guess whatever else you want to say about Weird Al. Dave, how do you know this uh first woman here? <laughs> Oh, well, this first woman I've been married to since 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. I am special ga- guest Jackie Rossi. Hey, Jackie. I'm married to this guy. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? Jackie, you were with us on the first Review Centimeter episode, uh, so we thought it I only was. appropriate to make sure that you were here for the last one. So we're really excited that you're able to join us. Uh, last one of 2022, because we all know there are some more shows coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, so thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we're glad to have you along. And of course, Jackie was with us on the, on our road trip that we just got off of, that we went all the way, uh, oh geez, North Carolina, oh, was it? And all the way up. Virginia. All over the place oh, man. we were. Pittsburgh. Virginia, yeah. Yeah, Jackie yeah. drove a lot of that road trip. Yeah. Jackie yeah, drove most of that road trip. <laughs> uh, so let's next welcome uh, someone who has been on a maybe the most number of bonus review episodes after UHF or maybe tied with UHF or I have no idea. Uh, but, um, obviously after Jackie, I think she has the record, but please welcome Alexis Adams. How's it going, Alexis? Hello. Um, we're going, we're still on the hunt for uh, more airline Amy. Still on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Will we have airline Amy in the final show of 2022? We'll have to see. We'll find out. Um, and last but not least for now, I think we have someone else joining us very shortly, but, uh, we want to welcome, uh, someone who we met up with not only in Las Vegas, uh, and, and who joined us for the special twine ball bonus episode, as well as the Minneapolis episode. Please welcome Aaron Henry back to the podcast. How's it going, Aaron? Hi, good. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to talk about Carnegie. Yeah, you were sort of a last-minute addition to Carnegie. I think from the beginning, I think the other, the rest of us knew we were going. But when did you actually determine that you were heading to Carnegie? Um, probably about a month before I found a ticket, snagged it up, and said, why not? Let's do it. 
<laughs> Would you attribute that to us being a bad influence <laughs> and talking daily about how we're going to Carnegie for like a year? Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, it was definitely some FOMO. If I weren't, uh, it wouldn't have gone. I would have been very sad that night if I hadn't gone. So yeah. Well, we're so glad that you got to go, and I'm so glad that all of us got to yeah. go, and we had so many other friends there, and we're going to do our best to mention everyone and everything that happened to the best of our ability, um, but I guess we got to start right for, you know, we, we went to the Philadelphia show uh, right after that. Uh, we had VIP, and then we drove uh, back to Dave and Jackie's house, and then we got up the next day, and I don't remember much. I just remember we got up, and we're like, let's get to Carnegie early. We cannot miss this show. <laughs> yes, I think the original plan was to be in to be at Carnegie Hall by three and but we we ended up leaving like an hour before we had planned, I believe. Yeah, it was we just... drove in, which is unusual for us for the Rossies in the city. <laughs> we got but, there and I just I remember um we, we, like, had an idea for parking, but then that garage, like, wasn't there or something. There was, like, <laughs> a lot of nonsense going on trying to find parking. But we finally, I have no idea where we parked. We parked somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, we found, it when it was, we found it when it was important. <laughs> you, know, you know, we got home, so it's cool. We drove around <laughs> the block a few times trying to find parking. I just, I don't, I th guess, I guess I just assumed we would have parking. There'd be parking near Carnegie Hall. There'd be parking garages all over the place. And I guess when we got there, we had to drive around the block a couple times before we actually found one that was close enough to Carnegie Hall uh, that we could go in. And it was maybe a block, block and a half away, I remember. Uh, we parked in there. We gathered up our stuff and we headed over to Carnegie Hall as we had to pick up our tickets because they were at will call when we initially bought the tickets, geez, months and months and months ago. It was like, like a year ago. Yeah, there was like, like 10 months December. ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Insane. Uh, when we bought those tickets, uh, I remember that I think they only had the option that you could get them at, leave them at will call. So that's what yeah. we, we did here. Yeah, yeah. I know so we typically we pick we up try and call. get physical tickets for the collection whenever possible, but this was a mandatory physical <laughs> ticket or something. <laughs> so yeah, so we went there, and I think there. And when we got there, we were surprised because there actually were a few people that were hanging out in front of Carnegie Hall yeah. at that very early hour. <laughs> like yeah, like five hours before the show. There's just like a group of ten people that we know <laughs> just waiting there. Yeah. And Alexis, I That's believe. That's how it always is. I believe That's how you it were always go. <laughs> you were there, right, is. Alexis? Alexis was there. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah so she, she... Why? <laughs> I don't know. My my hotel was right next door, so I didn't have anything else better to do. So I was like, let's let's go hang out. Let's go. Uh, See go who else out. shows up. Yeah, who else shows up? <laughs> well, let's um let's let's actually mention where we're all from. So, um, I think everyone knows I'm upstate New York in the Albany area. Dave and Jackie, you guys are, you know, northern New Jersey outside the city. But, Alexis, where did you come in from? Um, I came from a little town called Wareham, Massachusetts. And how far is that? And how did you get in? Um, I took the Amtrak in from Providence. It took about three hours and change. Um, but it's a trip I've done before, so it wasn't too bad. It was pretty easy, pretty, pretty normal. And then you had a hotel in the city? 
Oh yeah. Expensive. And while we're talking yeah. about Aaron, you, let us know where you came from and how you got in. So I flew in the night before from Sioux City, Iowa, and I had to fly to Denver and then to New York City. That was the cheapest way for me. Oh my to get god! There. I love modern airport. Yeah, by yeah. west to coast. <laughs> Sioux City Airport. Sioux City Airport only goes to Chicago and to Denver. That's fabulous. So the Denver oh. one was cheaper, but you know it was worth it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I flew to Atlanta once via Denver from here. Yep. Also so because it was cheaper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. What we'll do to save yeah, a couple I, bucks. I, I cannot relate. Cannot yeah. relate. So, Alexis, you were All there right. with, I, be, I I'm trying to think of who else was there. I know uh, Alicia was there, I assume. Uh, yeah, Alicia was there with her husband, Gus. Um, who else was there? Um, oh, my God. What's it? What is his name? I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. Um, I know Michael Lestacat was there hanging out out front. Um, uh, I think his name is, uh, like William King on Facebook. So oh, yeah. yeah. William check. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah was, well, he was, he was out front. Yeah. Yes. Um, who else was out front? Uh, Mike Minnick popped around for a little while. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Well, I know. <laughs> I see, I was just... After we saw you guys and after we took some pictures with the um, the poster, um, I know we went yeah. in and we we found uh, a program that was in there that did have Weird Al listed. So that was very exciting to get. <laughs> and I think it was like there was one left and I grabbed it and then Dave, you were freaking out, but we found you some. <laughs> but I asked the lady, I was well, like, no, but... do you have more of these? <laughs> Right, because at, at this point, you know, it is it is October 29th, right? And uh, it's the end of their month, and there's their uh, little calendar event switches over at, like, November. So there's no reason for them to have all the October shows out. So they was, like, all the shows were starting in November in their little, in their little booklets and advertising. And, uh, yeah, and then it was uh, – Ethan somehow found one that was still left over and uh, – she asked, he asked the woman behind the uh, the ticket counter, and she went through her. I don't know where she probably pulled it out of the garbage can. I don't know where she got it from, but she, she pull, ended up uh, finding like another one for me for my collection. From so her trash fun. to your collection, Dave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> and uh, one of the, re- I guess, uh, yeah, one of the reasons why we decided to go in early was because uh, Jackie wanted to go on a little side mission before we actually got to the concert. A so, side uh, quest, if you will. A side, side, quest. side quest. At my <laughs> suggestion, at my suggestion, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yeah, so we as we decided, of course, we have to go to the Nintendo store because, Jackie, you're a, an infamous or famous, or I don't know how you'd even describe it, Zelda cosplayer. Uh, you dress up as Link and all sorts of really awesome costumes. And uh, were you dressed up that night? Yeah. How did... I was, I, you know, it's funny because, like, I was dressed as Link. Yeah. I did not have any weapons with me, but I was dressed as Link. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, I, the suggestion had been floated to me, and initially I was like, oh, no, that sounds like a bad idea. Um, and then I was like, it's practically Halloween. It's the it's city. Ha- yeah. I, I, could dress, yeah. I could dress like this 
you know, in June, and probably no one in New York City would bat an eyelash. <laughs> so, I was like, and we we're like, we we're like, hey, let's go to the Nintendo store too. It'll be funny. I know there's a, I know they have a, a Zelda display because every time I have a friend who goes into the city and goes <laughs> to that store, I get pictures of the Zelda stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I had already, as you guys had mentioned on a previous episode, I had showed up uh, in a dress that looks like one of the enemies from the game and scared the tar out of Mr. Yankovic. <laughs> Kennedy Center, right? Which was great. <laughs> yeah, Kennedy's yeah, Center. Kennedy. I love how only the most prestigious venues you dress up as <laughs> a video game. The, the Kennedy Center, I was like, people wear fancy Special dresses to the candy center. <laughs> this is the ideal thing for me to wear. And you were what? Uh, um, what's the enemy called that you dressed up as? I believe it's pronounced Bacoblin. It's one of these words Bacoblin. that no one's ever Bacoblin, said in a Bacoblin. game. So nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which ones. It could be correct. I don't. You know. I don't know. Do you think there's a chance no, there's that no you're the only person in the history of the Kennedy Center to show up dressed as a Bacoblin? <laughs> or a Bacoblin? I, I think that's probably safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, I don't know. I saw, threat. I saw President Biden get dressed up. On <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I missed that. I, mean, I will, I will know. I will know if you go to if you go to weirdal.com right now and look at the VIP perks. That picture is one of the sample images of what you get. It's so I, good. I saw it pop up, and I was I was gonna text you. I was gonna be like, Jackie, you're literally on the website, and then you put it on Facebook on your own. And I was like, oh, hey. yeah, yeah, you even alerted me to yeah, that. I, I caught that. <laughs> so, uh, so you're dressed up as as Link, and uh, Dave yep. and I were also dressed up. And we, yeah, we were also in cosplay outfits. We haven't been able to talk about. Movie this on any of the bonus episodes yet uh but now that the film is out uh you may have heard that dave and i are in the movie <laughs> weird the al yankovic story so we we dressed up as our favorite two characters from the film um which were portrayed by us <laughs> and everyone just didn't yeah. just assumed that we were just wearing leather jackets they didn't know that we were cosplaying yeah. But again, let's reiterate: it was Halloween weekend. That's right. Yeah, in New York City. New York City. And, uh, and let's Anything also be goes. honest. Let's also be honest: no one would have batted an eyelash at them either. <laughs> yeah, no, they would well, not have cared. They just thought we we're tough bikers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, they're just guys wearing their jackets. Well, not, uh, let's go a little bit deeper into this. Is not just. Not just any, uh, not just any old leather jacket. These were the leather jackets that we wore in the actual movie. And I don't know about you, Ethan. I went down. I was wearing the same pair of jeans I wore. I was wearing the same uh, belt I wore. I was wearing the same actual pair of boots I wore. So you know, I was. Oh, I have uh, a question was... about what else you wore. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, same it was... socks. Yes, I did. I was not I wearing um, the, the same leather jacket. I was wearing a. Uh... Oh, okay. The leather jacket I wore in the film was Ooh. was one that uh came from costume so i wasn't able to keep that um uh, but dave brought his Ooh. own leather jacket so he was able to um so i bought a replica one <laughs> but i was wearing the same glasses <laughs> that i wore in the movie as i am right now there you go <laughs> all right well I, I was i was trying to be as authentic as i could to to uh, my favorite character Wee herman so i hope i pulled it off pretty well <laughs> So as we're walking to the Nintendo store, which ended up being a little bit further of a walk than I expected, 
we ran into Jake and his family. Jake Larson, his wife Lisa, and his son Mitch. That's right. It was great to see them. Yeah. We knew they were going to be there. They came out from <laughs> yeah. the Detroit area, Detroit-ish area, somewhere in, in Michigan. Um, so that was cool. We they, saw them. And they probably flew, had to fly through Denver to get yeah. here as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and so we it took us uh, a couple blocks. Actually, I think on the way, Dave, do you – I think we, we just like we really had to use the bathroom. And we, we like snuck yes. in. Yes. Didn't we like, wasn't the door locked or something? The oh bathroom my gosh. was locked. I, 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 yeah, I blocked that out. We went into like this super fancy hotel. I uh, figured we would uh, use their restroom. And uh, yeah, I guess we went in and we went up to the uh, bellhop or someone and said, yeah, where's the uh, men's room? And they sent us like down this long hallway and around this corner. And it was really an adventure to find this room. And then we got there and the door was locked. So <laughs> it was like a key card door. Like you have to have your yes. room. Oh, key. No. <laughs> and so we just sort of stood around. And then as someone was walking, we just like <laughs> followed them in <laughs> dressed as bikers. So, <laughs> I'm sure the guy was I, not I in the bathroom. <laughs> I waited outside the fancy hotel and got asked what I was doing several times. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so after after the bathroom scapades, we uh, we got to Rockefeller Center and we saw Erin first thing. She, the, she beat us there. Do you mean the Nintendo? Oh, Rockefeller Center. Yeah, I'm like that's right. The Nintendo store is mm-hmm. in Rockefeller Center. Totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Erin, how long were you waiting for us? Well, again, like Alexis said, um, my hotel was in the area, and I just, you know, you wake up, you have breakfast, and then you go, well, I got nothing else to do, so let's just get ready for this show and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. walk, and walk around. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, so uh, I was just walking around that plaza, that Rockefeller Center area, and there was a really cool uh it was mexico week so there's a really cool like mexican festival lots of food oh yeah Dia de los... yeah they yeah, had there's... the um it, everything going on because i think it was the same around the same time as dia de los muertos i think so yeah they had, exactly. like, oh yeah they had the festival it was really yeah. cool it's actually really really cool yeah so we got to see that and then fao schwartz moved so i saw the new fao schwartz building talked to the doorman the doorman saw my my weird owl shirt um, they're, you know, the doormen at FAO shorts are dressed yeah. as like to- toy soldiers. Yeah. And, uh, he was really sweet. And when I asked for a picture with him, he saw my shirt and was like, oh my gosh, that's weird Al. And then when I explained further what the, uh, <laughs> what the, you know, the, the inception. Al inception, he got, you know, he was so excited. And, uh, <laughs> he told me a story that he was once, he was once in an elevator with weird Al. Um, wow. so that was, he had actually had oh, a, nice. he, yeah, he nice. had a little Al anecdote and, um, it was great. Got to walk around FAO Schwartz and then saw you at the Nintendo store when you guys fin- when you guys finally showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we, we showed up and I think we all kind of split up. So um, I just yeah. sort of looked around at a couple things and <laughs> that's when I realized I really because I, I, I overheat pretty easily. I like it nice and cold. Oh, and it was wearing a leather jacket in New York City walking around a hot store was torture so I ended up just going outside I think Aaron you came with me no then... the store was a million degrees yeah, yeah, yeah the store was on fire. oh my god it was roasting yeah it was mm. roasting stuffy but what happened I don't know what you uh Dave what you did and what Jackie did what you guys do uh we split up 
<laughs> um, I, I went upstairs because I knew that's where the Zelda stuff was. Um, so I went up there with there's a there's a little statuette of Link, and my goal was to get a selfie in front of that. Um, and then I get up there, you know, in full manifesting Zelda stuff, and there's a woman dressed as Zelda from my game. Oh wow! And we both were like, oh. Hi, not expecting this at all, so we got some pictures together. <laughs> that's incredible. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean the, I mean I I you know, the only thing I really remember about this that story is that there was this uh I don't know which uh the the Koopas it is, but there's a gigantic Koopa, uh uh King Koopa or something, you know, from the uh Bowser? The uh Bowser, yeah, that's what I meant. Bowser, yes, Bowser from the uh from the uh, Mario Brothers games uh, in in the store, like a giant statue. So I thought that I was pretty impressed by that. So I took nice. a few pictures with that to, to sort of pass the time while everyone else was looking around, doing their thing, getting their nerd on. <laughs> yeah, doing all their nerd things. Oh, I actually stood around for a while in the Nintendo store store earlier in the day. I actually have the figurine up on my shelf. It was it was empty, and I just stood there waiting for an employee, and they were like. <laughs> Are you good? I'm like, do you have any more of these? And he was like, I'm literally going to get them right now. I was like, oh, my man. <laughs> what is it? I can't see your shelf. Oh, hold on. Let me go get it. Let me go get it. Well, it the, people, the people aren't going to see it who are listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but we are. We're recording my on son. Zoom. This is my son. Describe it. Oh, oh so she got herself a Charmander. Standing on what? An Ultra Ball Pokemon. with a oh. strawberry or something? Um, he's on an ultra ball. That's a raspberry. Uh, he's floating down a river. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And it was like ten dollars. So, won't Charmander ten dollars at the Nintendo store? Out? You can't beat it. Cannot beat it. Worth it. It's great. All right, so we headed back towards Carnegie, and we're like, we got to have food at some point. Um, so we. We also all had uh, VIP, so we knew that Jeopardy was was coming up. So we just wanted to get there and get it all figured out. So we're just like, let's just walk towards Carnegie Hall and we'll just find a restaurant. And we're probably only a couple blocks or a block from Carnegie, and we found this um, Irish pub. Is that is that how you describe yeah. it? Yeah, Irish pub. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's appropriate. And. Uh, and when I guess one of the reasons we chose it was because uh, it was close and because uh, they did have seating available at that time. You know, it was getting close to dinner time. Uh, some of the other places we walked past or went to looked like they were really crowded or had had long lines or that. So yeah, it was uh, it was seemed to work out really well. Uh, they set us up in a a little corner and then all of a sudden. Uh, other people started joining us yeah. for dinner. We uh, yeah, let we, a few of our friends know we were there, yeah. and uh, the, our tiny little table of four kept like, expanded into I don't yeah. know a table of twelve. It was it was. <laughs> so yeah, they were happy it about just that. Kept they were and not growing. fans of us. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were not happy. That was like us at the Red Robin in Lancaster, and there was like twenty yeah. of us, and they're like, "Oh my god!" I know. So we did have people start to show up and sit with us, but also some people just sort of dropped by and said hi. I think Mike Minnick came by and said yeah. hi at one point. I know Chad, uh, a.k.a. Metal Al, yeah, Metal Al, came by with like some of his buddies. Um, and then one of his buddies uh, said he was a virgin. What? 
to I don't Weird, Al, this to Weird Al concerts. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> like what? Excuse it was, me. It was bizarre. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, well, I figured you're a virgin, but this is your first Weird Al show? <laughs> I lost it. I started, I was like laughing, crying. It came out of nowhere. Ethan instantly goes, well, I know you're a virgin, but how many times have you seen Weird Al? And I'm like... <laughs> the guy was very surprised. <laughs> But uh, Awful. as we all Awful. know, Weird Al fans are all virgins, so it's uh, it's safe to assume that when you meet them. True, <laughs> accurate. Fair Even enough. Yeah. Married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works, yeah, right. guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's just what I was thinking. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so joining us at dinner. Anyway. Yeah, so joining us at dinner, actually, uh, our good friend Bob Groder and his girlfriend Selmira. Uh, he wanted to definitely get together with us for dinner, and uh, he was. Uh, we let him know where we were. He popped in, and then uh, we ended up also being joined by Vicky DeVries. Rhymes with cheese. Rhymes with cheese. And our our friend Nancy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love oh, love them. I think Nancy and Vicky were kind of running around together. I mm-hmm. Yeah, they were yeah. definitely running around together. They they had gone from they were also in Philadelphia. Cause, yeah, because we, uh, we were like we were like an hour up, behind yeah. them or something, or they were an hour behind <laughs> us like the whole time. Yeah, in we, Philly. they were chasing us around Philadelphia <laughs> while we were going around Philadelphia, <laughs> and never caught up till we actually got to the concert. But yeah, uh, but they also, uh, you know, that they had come in, uh, flew in from their respective areas through Denver to get to the, uh, the concert. <laughs> <laughs> so yes a lot of i'll tell you a lot of people uh a, a lot i mean there were definitely a lot of local weird al fans and by local i mean you know the new york new jersey connecticut area uh a lot of fans in this area but then there are a lot of a lot of people especially for this concert knowing it was at carnegie hall it yeah. was scheduled to be the last con the last of the uh, concerts on the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent advised vanity tour and uh i you know, just the first time Weird Al's ever played here. A lot of people, a lot mm-hmm. of people that immediately uh, put this on their radar and flew in from all over the place. And we'll get to it later. Somebody came from Australia. Oh, yeah. To, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I know that story. I can't wait to hear this <laughs> later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. In chronological you, you know later. Spoilers. You know this person. <laughs> so but uh yeah so yeah so it was definitely it was i mean it, this concert was a, like a who's who of weird al fans for sure mm-hmm. i mean just, just i think my everywhere entire, you like, turn i think half of my facebook friends list was at this concert not even gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> I, like, half of it was like going 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 i'm like add me to that <laughs> I yeah. think I stopped asking people if they were going to the concert and instead asked if they were not going to the right. concert. It would be a smaller number. Well, we um, we finished up dinner. I think we had a good time at dinner. Um, but then we, we knew that <laughs> I had a good time at the dinner. time was, was running out to get to uh, to Jeopardy a little bit early and get situated. Because um, they actually had us going to a different place. So it wasn't actually... Like the other venues, where it's in the in the venue on the stage, it was like a um, a side room as part of the complex. So 
we yeah like up up several floors too we had yeah to buy it was an like elevator. i think it was like on the 10th floor or something yeah. like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy they had like one elevator to get all these people up for for vip and so they could fit like maybe like four or five people in an elevator so they had to constantly make these these trips up and down <laughs> so the, so the alexis has a picture of way more than five people cramming well there's probably capacity of <laughs> that five was, yeah oh my god i think and the lady who was operating the elevator, she served in the picture. She was like, she was, like <laughs> I think it was me. It was me, Jackie, Adrian, and Mike Minnick. I don't know. A couple other people. Bunch of people we didn't know. Yeah. Like it was like literally being in a can of sardines. Yeah. It was awesome. It was very tight. <laughs> I feel like when I like got checked in at the door, it was a little confusing because when we got our tickets, me, Dave, Jackie, UH Jeff, Adrian, and Ann, I think that was our crew. Yep. It was like, you know, Jeff bought these tickets, I bought these tickets, Dave bought these tickets. So it was like, to the lady at the door, she has these names. It's like, all right, well, I'm here, but you need to move right down for this one that Jeff is showing up. But then Jeff had, like, Adrian's ticket. It was like, it was all confusing. Nightmare. Oh, my um, God, yeah. And then, like, the lady insisted she had to write a smiley face on my hand or something. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, got I, one of those I'd really too. Prefer, I'd really prefer that you didn't. <laughs> and then she's like, "No, I, yeah, I, I was weird. instructed to." Um, and then when I got upstairs, it, you are legally it required. Just... <laughs> it was a really bad smiley face. It wasn't even like. How do you screw up a you know, smiley? A good one, right? Just ask it. <laughs> yeah, I watched that smiley face as soon as I got up upstairs as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you rebel you the guy like the guy who did mine at the door he he was struggling to get it on and he was like he was doing it with like one hand like super limp he was like eh, eh. and he couldn't get it and i'm just like bro let me do it like, <laughs> i can do it man it's fine yeah that was uh that was crazy yeah definitely uh, the first time we've had to like uh, t- like go up like to the 10 floors to get to a vip session you know i've i've been to vip sessions where they've been in totally different buildings than the actual uh actual concert itself but yeah. I, I don't know that i've ever been that deep inside of a building as to where they took us uh to, to get to this well let's um let's briefly talk about just leading up to jeopardy because uh dave and i will um be jumping off with you guys and talking uh separately about the actual jeopardy game itself but um, I just oh, recall yeah. we we got in, we checked in, we got our crap. You know the well, <laughs> I'm saying crap, but of course it's incredible, stuff. weird <laughs> out memorabilia. Uh, and then it was just this like giant. Um, I don't know how to describe it, like a big square room, and they had just chairs, like folding chairs, set up, and then they had a, a stage, and it was definitely different because I I think. I was expecting that we were going to be on the stage of Carnegie Hall. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That'd be cool. But no, yeah, they they had this set up, and I guess before we even get into there, let 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 me, uh, you know, when they check you into, well, if anybody's been to to VIP Jeopardy, I know everybody on this call 
has been to the the VIP. But uh, for maybe people who are listening who don't know, when they check you in, they give you a little um, pass that you you attach to you, and they have they ask you what your name is so they can write your name on it. Well, uh, because I was dressed up as my favorite character from the movie. Uh, we're the Iankovic story. I asked them to write tough biker number seven as my name. And it took them a little confusion before they realized, what? wait, what? <laughs> so, so, but they did. So I, I do have my, my past that says, no, no. <laughs> so so, like, I, I, so they just went along with it. So, uh, so they looked, looked at me and I was like, link. And they're like, okay. Like they knew who I was. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, <laughs> they're like mm, we that's not that. hard <laughs> they were no they were very they were like this is cool <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah great. that's awesome yeah but I, let me tell you when we got up there and uh the little line to get in and at that point uh we had like you said we had we had uh tickets for adrian and ann so they had joined us at this point we were up there uh getting checked in but then you like you say you walk into this one room you get checked in then you walk into this other room and it opens up into the the scene that ethan described but looking in that room i probably knew like 99 percent of the people yeah. in that room yeah because yeah. It, it like i said this was a who's who of weird al fans uh i mean just kind of looking through my pictures now, like our, our friend Florian came from Germany, uh, you know, like Metal Al was there, our, you know, our good friend Craig Billmeyer, a.k.a. AKA Hotlish Houlihan, was there. You know, Eric, is that the champion. Air Guitar guy? Yeah. Air Guitar Champion. Yeah. You know, yeah. Alicia, uh, Jacinta, like I said, Adrian and Gus. It, it was crazy. I mean, it's just so many people. I mean, like it would be it'd be really hard to go through like everybody was there because it would take forever to get through the list. Yeah. Of everybody was there. But yeah, but basically that would take a whole episode. We have to mention that um, Fred was there because she was wearing her eyeball. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The googly yeah. eye suit. The googly yes. eye suit. Go- yes. That was, that was the so coolest cool. thing ever. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Everyone just wanted to touch her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Respectfully. Right. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. That, that was, was cool awesome. Suit. That was a cool outfit. Cool suit. That was re- yeah, that was I think incredible. I think it took her at least like a hundred hours and probably more than to like do yeah. all of that. Because she oh, glued sure, yeah. each individual eye by hand. That's wild. It is wild. <laughs> and it was it's literally every possible yeah. square centimeter like the, the sunglasses covered. she had the mask she had all googly eyes um, mm-hmm. the hat yeah, it was insane. award award very cool <laughs> um all right well uh you know i actually i wanted to say you know as as awesome as as jeopardy was which we're, we're going to talk about uh dave and i will be chatting about uh coming up next um i could have just stayed in that room and not had Jeopardy and just had a blast just chatting with uh, so many friends. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I mean, was just... Yes, I, I agree. It certainly, I was, uh, you know, I, I love I love going, I love Jeopardy, I love watching Jeopardy, but I would have been fine just uh, yeah. you know, just if, if they postponed Jeopardy a little bit while and we could have mm. just had a big party. I don't think we've had yeah. like a gathering like that of Weird Al fans of uh, you know this caliber since possibly or probably uh, the Viper Room at the after party. Oh and, yeah, and definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were all there. 
on this. Yeah, this we were we were also <laughs> all at the Viper Room, which you guys had to. Dave and uh, Vicky DeVries rhymes with cheese had to pull some strings for me because I was um, underage. At the That's time. right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. hey! I got us in trouble here. I was. Oh my God! How old was I? I think I was just about to turn twenty in October. That I was nineteen years old at Jeez. the time. Wow! Jeez. It was it was me and Mike Minnick's daughter that they had to. Um, Finagle some strings for to get us into the club. Yep. Well, we're Rest glad we could get the you. Viper room. Glad we could join you. Seriously. Yeah, Viper. Rest in peace. All right. Um, uh, does anybody else have any more uh, little fun facts they want to share about the uh, pre-VIP, the free, the pre-Jeopardy party uh, before we uh, take a little break and uh, talk about Jeopardy and then uh, come back to you guys? I, I did want to mention, um, you know, they usually provide um, like drink tickets and stuff, and they did have. Um, oh no, this was at the. Uh, I'm I'm jumping the gun. This was at oh, the, uh, the, the end of the show. Spoiler. The, I say I there was, was talk the, about there the was the box, the boxed water, which was. Oh, there was a there was <laughs> a yeah, bar. The bar was like behind where the Jeopardy. Like there was a separate room yeah, where that we, was set up. Yeah. That, me, Alexis me and, and I Jackie went there. Went oh yeah, we yeah. were there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> What was interesting is um, we talked about the fold up, the folding chairs. There was a piece of paper on every folding chair talking about if you want to buy merchandise, you have to order it on their website. And when I read, I saw that, I just, I was like, well, I have everything that I could possibly need (laughs) at this point at the end of the tour. I was like, I just assumed it was for pre-ordering on, um, you know, the Weird Al website like they had done with the merchandise, but actually it was a venue thing and you could oh. purchase, um, you could pre-purchase your merchandise and then go pick it up at the merch booth through the hmm. venue, which oh, cool. I didn't realize. Oh, you know, I but actually didn't will... go and look at the merch that day, actually. Yeah, the, well, the merch was kind of, was, was in an awkward location, very hard yeah. to find. Uh, and we'll talk about that when we get there but yeah it was definitely uh not not ideal location uh for merchandise I'm sure sales suffered because of that for now we're just going to say a quick goodbye to jackie aaron and alexis we'll have you back uh very shortly a little bit later in this episode thank you for joining us for this per- first part and and we'll we'll talk to you soon Well, we had to say goodbye uh, briefly to, to Jackie, to Alexis, and Aaron, but we have a couple brand new people who just joined us just for this Jeopardy segment. We're so excited to welcome uh, first to the, uh, the the bonus episode. I believe this is his first time on a bonus episode. Uh, we have Mike Minnick. How's it going, Mike? Super awesome. You? Great. Great. Not, not the time for small talk. Right? <laughs> uh, we also, uh, from the future, we have uh, UH Jeff Nucera uh, also joining oh, us. Oh, hi. Uh, I think we're going to lose you after the Jeopardy segment, and then we're going to get you back. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I have to. I, I'm, I'm bidding on some eBay items. <laughs> some Beanie Beanie Babies. babies. <laughs> and then, last, auction. last but not least, we're so excited to have with us to talk about Jeopardy, the host of Weird Al Jeopardy, the one, the only, J.W. Halford. J.W., thanks for joining us. Hey, now. What's up? How's it going? So excited to be back on the show. I think this is the first time we've had a celebrity join us for a bonus episode. <laughs> 
I wouldn't call myself a celebrity, but I think that <laughs> oh, that's cool. He was talking about your mustache. <laughs> oh, my mustache is definitely a celebrity. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a celebrity. So, so what's up? Let's get right into yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, Dave and I, we wanted to do a, a special thing for this Jeopardy because I think we can all agree this was maybe the greatest <laughs> Weird Al Jeopardy to ever happen on Earth. So we needed to do something special yeah. to commemorate it. Um, but I guess let's let's rewind a little bit, uh, JW. When we when we got to uh, to actually signing in and stuff for the VIP, we were forced to have a smiley face drawn on our hands. What was that all about? <laughs> That was so that we could distinguish because the party was in the education wing of Carnegie Hall. Uh, we could distinguish guests before they got up to our check-in table. And plus, we thought that <laughs> if we're going to write anything on anybody, it should be the universal symbol of happiness, the smiley face. And you, you saw the guy out there with the cardboard sign, right? I have, yes. Yes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Because it was like kind of hard to find it, like a Carnegie yeah, Hall. Yeah, it was. Because it's like literally just like it looks like any other building. You, right. you know, when you think of what in your head Carnegie Hall is going to look like a nat- natural history museum or something, but instead it just looks like another building. Yeah, it's just brick. So we had to put a guy out there with, <laughs> yeah. And there's like the entrance was not 100% clear, so we addressed a guy. I put up a cardboard sign out there that said "Weird Al Jeopardy," and he kind of recruited people and as, until the line built. And to, to signify that they were good, we we marked them with a smiley face, and and so which I thought was clever. So was <laughs> um, was this the the uh, the only show this tour that was not on the stage of the venue for for Jeopardy? Um, no, it wasn't. We've done that multiple times. To be honest with you, uh, we and some of them, some, when it's a sold out room like that, or it's like a hundred and fifty people, like because those were there, like it was full, and then we kind of like. People that were waiting outside, we let them inside. So there was like standing room only. It was pretty cool. But when you get that much into a closed area, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a little different than being on the stage. Is it better or worse? I mean, that was, you could feel the energy oh, yeah. in the room. It was very exciting. It was like fervorous. <laughs> it really was. Um, so so we, we, we all got checked in. Um, and I don't know, do we just want to go right into Jeopardy or... Uh, I feel like there's well, so much to well, cover. I don't want to miss anything. Well, let me talk a little bit about some of the. Yeah, let me talk a little bit about some of the the, the pre-show stuff. I, and uh, this was really crazy because this is like the probably the first time I've ever had to take an elevator to get to a Jeopardy game. <laughs> it was like uh, crazy. You were like, I don't know how far up this was, but you were you were really out. We were, this is really like out, like somewhere like deep into the uh, deep into the. Carnegie Hall building it was it was incredible but yeah it was uh it was a fun it was a I'll tell you that uh I knew that that going into the Carnegie Hall that there were going to be a lot of really big Weird Al fans there uh and I know people were traveling from all over you know someone came from Germany someone came in from Australia all across the United States it it was it was crazy there was so many people there but it was amazing walking into that room and just seeing i think i mentioned this earlier like 90% of the people in this room i knew you know it was <laughs> it was it was insane it was just like it was I bring it back to uh and i think all of us were there uh like the last time a meeting of this many uh weird al fans were together was the vip uh, I was the Viper Room uh, right after the Star yes. Ceremony. Oh wow! Yeah. So it was. It was. Yeah. It was. 
Yeah, it was, it was, like, it was literally people. Yeah. bloated with like super fans. There were so many everywhere and it was just so many familiar faces. And, you know, as you guys, I remember seeing you guys in the line uh, coming up, right? And, you know, it's hard to manage as people kind of start coming up and down the elevator and get in there. So, you know, and I'm having to bounce back and forth. And then like, it was kind of only at half mass at one point of people in the room, you know, because we were seating people. So they sat in the front. And so, you know, you're like, oh man, I hope people show up because it's New York City and you don't know. But then by the time I like got back and like peeked through the door, like in clothes, <laughs> it was like, oh crap, there is like, it is full in there. Because I was gone, you left for like 15 minutes and it's all these, it's like a great reunion of, you know, so many great people. And it was just, yeah, you could feel it. It was cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you, at the, uh, the VIPs, I mean, obviously the super fans were there that, you know, we know each other and we travel around. But I have to imagine there's also like a handful of people who are just from the New York area seeing their Weird Al show. Like, they're, you know, and they're like, why do all these people know each other? (laughs) (laughs) They must have felt left out. (laughs) I would imagine there is like a couple of people like, man, is this what every Weird Al calls? (laughs) (laughs) Like, these guys are maniacs. Because it was like, everybody was like hooting and hollering. You know, the last time I saw something like that was probably on, and Dave was there. I don't know if you were there, Ethan. I think Jeff was there when we did Radio City Music Hall. Oh, yeah. It was a oh, similar yeah. energy yeah. I, I did of like VIP, a, the same yeah. amount of people. Because uh, that VIP was lit, too. That was fun, that was wasn't a, it, yeah, Dave? That was another, yeah, that, that was the little kid. One, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you remember the little kid in the yes. foil hat thing? <laughs> yeah, he was great. For those, yeah, amazing. who don't know, there's. We used to do a foil hat competition, and this little, uh, this little kid, Munchkin kid, just like was like so entertaining to everybody. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. It wasn't you, yeah. To get all those people, it was the same kind of vibe as that, except you know, with Weird Al Jeopardy, what the advantage to that is everybody's seating, and then you kind of rabble rouse them into a frenzy. Which I think that you know, by the time that we popped out there and started doing stuff. It was kind of, yeah, it was very turned up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, yeah, because, I mean, and even, you know, we're talking about the difference of, you know, the where the Jeopardy is. When you're in a 2,000-seat venue and there's, like, you know, 100 people squished in the front, it's not the same energy as, like, a space literally filled to the brim with people uh, who are so excited yeah. to be there. And it's just, yeah, there was a lot of energy uh, in the room and um I think what was first you you uh, you had to choose your helper, right? Is that how it starts? No, first look. So did the intro, and then we had to. Uh, I guess yeah. Choose, you're saying choose the uh, person, the chosen one who grabs the ballot box, right? Yes. Which was happens to be our special get. Well, I had run into him in Philadelphia <laughs> like two nights before, and he's like. He said, what did you say to me, Mike? You said something to me, and I was like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> You're talking to me. Because <laughs> he's, like, sitting right there in the front. You know, so he's like, oh, you're going to get some toilet paper, buddy. <laughs> but, and then it was we, the night before ahead, in Philly, yeah. and I was standing right outside of the venue, and you walked out starting the VIP stuff after the show, and I said, JW, I love you. And you said, I love you too, man. And then I realized... I've never introduced myself to you before. We've never had a conversation. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, you're going to get toilet paper. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're about to get it. That's so, what you get for you know, yeah, that was, yeah, That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. 
you're in for it. And then, you know, because we ran out of, it's so small in there and the room is so big, you know, we typically make someone run as fast as they can. I thought that was a fun little, that was just on the whim. Have him run in slow motion as slow as he can to get, because you go through the script and, you know, when you start doing this, you know, we did it, you do it every day for like 129 shows in a row with barely even like, it's, it becomes like a second part of you oh, as yeah. far as like just the circadian rhythm. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was flowing pretty smooth. And then of course, you know, we get to spinning the things. I don't want to skip around too much, but well, there's well, a, let, let's let's get let's uh let's get uh let's get still talk a little bit about this uh choice for for who gets the the thing because uh this uh ended up uh you could say being Mike who got chosen to do this but then you had a special we had a special treat for Mike uh when he comes back with the ballot box let's tell us about uh what happens at that point Oh yeah you I mean well that's what it, the ceremony is that we need to, somebody to be for the rite of passage to select so it's fair because we can't do it it wouldn't be fair if we sent marnie plus it would be really take a lot of energy so right. we just um have them go retrieve it and then we actually for that one we had these giant toilet paper rolls that we got <laughs> at the museum in pittsburgh that were even longer so we sh- you know we shoot all that into mike's face and kind of spray <laughs> it all around the crowd yeah and uh, you know it, it like was we were going so crazy with it that it actually flew off of off of the leaf blower thing. And then, you know, to, once it ended it, and it's like a side note and everybody cleared out, I think that like, they were like, what the hell actually? Why? This is a nice place. Why is there like, it's like, it looks like somebody just threw a giant party in here or like a toilet paper party. But yeah, we, we completely doused Mike with it. Yes, and then we he did. Sat down. Yeah. Like he was like completely covered and there were still like this much, I guess you can't see it because it's going to be a podcast, but I'm doing a, a, a show how big the toilet paper roll was that was left that was found in, in the in the rubble and wreckage. <laughs> so Mike got off. Easy, All right, so saying. Mike, you you get covered in in toilet paper, and what are you thinking at this point, Mike? I'm just thinking it's the greatest night of my life. I mean, I, I've got to be first <laughs> toilet covered paper toilet paper covered person in Carnegie Hall's history. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably you know i've been thinking about a lot of that stuff and and with with weird all jeopardy's like the people from carnegie hall were like what, what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're definitely the first except for <laughs> toilet paper mark from the 1920s right. who used to I do forgot that. About, i forgot about toilet paper mark um, and can you believe just uh, two short years after the the advent of COVID nineteen, when we <laughs> as a nation ran out of toilet paper, we're <laughs> so frivolously just we're using it sh- <laughs> we're shooting it all around. <laughs> hey, that's America. Let freedom ring. That's, right. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it, it's just you know. To be able to do that, it's just such a privilege, and it's great. So, <laughs> very it was my pl- well, it was my pleasure. Now, and that's one of the well, best well, parts of the Weird Al Jeopardy when we started doing that because that did, wasn't it when we first started. Well, Jeff was Jeff Nasira was there. I don't know, maybe Dave was there too, but we didn't kind of get to the toilet paper blowing on people till like like probably a month or a couple weeks in. It was actually Peach's the lighting guy's idea. He was like, 
Yeah, one time I, I saw because we had the leaf blower to mix up the ballots, and then it wasn't really working. They were too heavy, and they were doing it. And it was like one time I saw this, this clown at this birthday party and had a. Uh, he just basically described the me- mechanism that we ended up using, and it was. We tried it out, and it was really funny. It's so so nice. like, people, people seem to like it. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I, I was really lucky. I think it, it, one of the Chicago shows I got covered in toilet paper. Um, did you – obviously, Mike enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Did anyone have bad reactions over the tour to getting covered in toilet paper? You know, not really. We basically, you know, to select the chosen one kind of person that is going to go do that, which is a big part of kind of setting the tone yeah. for Weird Al Jeopardy, I feel like. It sets the entire tone for the whole next, how we're going to behave and what's going on and kind of what, you know, fairness and everything like that. <laughs> but no, we, we kind of, we get everybody to go nuts and then we scan the room and either basically based on how much they're giving, choose somebody to do it. So not really yeah, anything. At sense. one point, yeah, yeah. Because we can't really do it. And then, you know, if they got super pissed, that would not be fun. But we have had instances where like, there was this one guy who, like, uh, he had, like, short-term, like, told him the instructions. He had, like, short-term memory loss and, like, got completely oh. lost and never came back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's like, where is he at? And they're like, you! And then you're like, you, go find him! And go get him back! And you had to send a whole other guy <laughs> to go get him. That's because amazing. he was so, yeah, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, it's, I mean, but that's so typically, everybody who's who is chosen like that is from the from the front. The other parameter is that they can they look they should be able to run somewhat fast because it's usually hard. Oh. Except for Mike, who we chose because he runs. He's known for run. He's known for running incredibly slow. That is true. <laughs> That's why. I, <laughs> so yeah, he seems. But so look at like a Mike. Look how happy he is. He seems thrilled. He loved it. Would anybody be mad? He's. Is the great? He said it was the yeah. greatest moment of my, his life. My, my my marriage, my birth of my daughter, nothing, nothing. <laughs> it is a great. It's a great photo that action oh, yeah. shot that we got together. Oh, yeah, because that one's a good action. Because typically, you know, the other thing about the Carnegie Hall one is like, typically we're up there. I'm up like four or five feet above you. I was like on, you know, just like on like a little <laughs> apostle perch kind of situation. <laughs> so oh, like I. Sni- you know, it's like a way more intimate, you know, right into his face, <laughs> directly into his Yo, face. Yo, just like right there. <laughs> like, there's like no, no government's like right to him, which is great. Well, I think with, but yeah. it's incredible. So Mike gets completely covered in toilet paper. You sit back down, Mike. JW, you know, you and Marnie are up there. You reach in and the first name you pull. <laughs> yeah. It's Mike. The, that's the best. <laughs> Uh, that's the best part it's like it's that's what makes it so funny that happened like maybe one other time but it's, it is hilarious hilarity because that was like an actual pit right, you know right. uh, it was just like oh my gosh yeah did what, and then yeah, of course we picked the legend Amy. That's right. One of the greatest contestants <laughs> yes. to ever grace the stage a super fan with many, yeah. you know, just different 
tones and styles and our own personal you know being <laughs> well, that can only be appreciated by those who are there that's right yes yeah our our, our good friend <laughs> uh good friend she's been on a special guest on the podcast before amy carter of course got picked and uh the other person you picked was a gentleman named alex who we don't know about yeah alex no one <laughs> No one really, yeah. I think Alex is one of those guys that was like, just like, just a normal dude going to the Weird Al show. Like, what is going on? You know, like, he was uh, the one person we didn't know. Right. Yeah, I, was, I, was, yeah. I don't think any of us had met Alex prior to this no. uh, or knew who Alex was. Right. Uh, but yeah, Alex, if you're out there, reach out to us, Alex. Yes. Send you some wooden okay. nickels. We're sorry, Alex. Sorry I booed you off the stage, Alex. You know, but when you get so, because uh, it was so small and easy to, uh, you know, get around, it was, you know, the we typically won't boo people off the stage that much, but <laughs> because it was so easy. Well, before we get to that, and, we, you know, people, that, I, oh, yeah. we want to get to the, the booing off the stage. Before we get there, uh, I want to point out that, Mike, you went on the stage still covered in toilet paper, and that earned <laughs> you a nickname that lives on to this day. Yes. Do you want to tell us about that? <laughs> Toilet paper, Mike. That is my my new moniker. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be on my headstone. Toilet paper, Mike. And you're, yes. you're welcome. I'm welcome, it. Mike. Thank, thank you welcome. very much. <laughs> it's a great nickname. It's so, and you'll be with it'll be with you for the rest of your life. I was walking through the yeah. venue afterwards. And people were saying, toilet paper, Mike! Toilet paper, Mike! <laughs> <laughs> at one point, I had the toilet paper off of me, and somebody walks up, and they said, are you toilet paper, Mike? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> That's did you, hey, did, did you save the toilet paper, no. Mike? I'm, I'm a bad uh, collector. I did not save it. You should say I like to see the level because some people will wear it the whole time, and it's like, man, I would be like, I'd be like, low key, like, get this toilet paper off of it. Trying to go to a nice place. When I got covered in toilet paper, I saved like three squares uh, for my collection. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an, that's enough. That's all I need. That's enough. A representative sample of of what I was covered in. <laughs> so okay, so Mike's on Absolutely. the stage. Our pal Amy Carter's on the stage. And then this rando, Alex, who we don't know, but, you know, is a great fan, I'm sure. Poor Alex. Uh, <laughs> and the game starts as, as it always does. Um, and, uh, well, I guess we haven't really heard from Jeff. So, Jeff, uh, for people who are not familiar and don't remember, Jeff is the the, <laughs> the saint who wrote five million uh, unique <laughs> questions for Weird Al Jeopardy. <laughs> We well, ended up with 5,005 when all was oh, said and done. My God. <laughs> uh, so in, in JW, you guys ask, you ask a different set of questions every night. So there's no repeats on the tour. Every single day. So uh, despite even he wrote all the questions, then every single individual show was create was like taken and uh, not randomized, but selected in a way so that they're different from each other and picked and put into different, completely different shows. No show has the same question <laughs> on the entire tour. Incredible. It's so insane. They're similar <laughs> questions as in they're asked and rephrased in separate, in different ways, but every single show is completely different. It's so incredible. And 
which is a lot of extra. And, it, and it didn't yeah. drive either of us insane, I'm sure. <laughs> it was a, it was like the a, be- a beautiful mind kind of thing. It's like, like it's endlessly toiling away. We gotta keep them. Yeah. So. I, I just want to poll the people here. Not JW. Not not Jeff. Dave and Mike. I want to want you to. I want to poll you. Do you think they could have been fine with like? 100 200 questions so <laughs> how dare season. you <laughs> yeah what's wrong with you yeah. no we wouldn't have been how yes. very dare you <laughs> yeah jeff lost five years of his life writing those five thousand questions <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so there but you know now there's a giant collection and archive of amazing weird out yeah. trivia that you know it's you know it's great yeah. jeff really did a great thing and he, he wrote the questions in a, a very eloquent and just an incredible way i a pleasure to work with him and know him god i appreciate your patience because every every like 36 <laughs> hours i was like I, i'm just i just need another day <laughs> it was when when jay levy called initially it was like oh we like 1200 questions and i'm like okay i could do that in my sleep <laughs> and then yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, more, we, uh, we need more categories yeah <laughs> well it's yeah it, honestly it is a, an absolute feat i mean as a weird elf fan to, to know that there's 5,000 questions and only hearing a, a percentage of them there's such good questions and some of them are really hard some of them are you know just you know, enough for a, a casual fan to get, but I mean, I thought I knew everything and I, you know, I would routinely get stumped with the weird out questions. So it's really cool <laughs> how deep you dug to make those. I dug well, no, what's a, a grave basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's impressive to me is like you get there. Some of them are super difficult, but then you get like uh summer woods or the lady from the beard owl podcast. And they're just like completely aced every single question it's like how summer woods you know? was like terrifying up there i would she was there, so freaking good yeah i would sit there and be like <laughs> i don't remember the answer to this and she would somehow like have it already yeah it was incredible Crazy. it's so cool I, I would love to see a tournament of champions the way they do on real jeopardy and just yes. figure it out i'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the reasons i'm here i wanted to let everybody know and officially announce the weird al jeopardy Tournament of champion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, oh god! Everyone's like, yeah. We need five thousand more questions. Uh, yeah, wait. more. By Harder tomorrow. questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for but anyways, yeah, Jeff, Jeff did a great job. Go ahead. Uh, you, you were saying. Well, I was going to go get back to to the show. You you were talking about booing people off the stage, and um, I I went to a bunch of Jeopardies this tour, and I don't know that. I'd seen any booing off the stage of contestants before the 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 show in New York City. So I would love if you could talk about, you know, how that works. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, it's, you know, it's just a little fun. It's a little more fun if they're not good to get some retaliation back. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and then sometimes, you know, you get people up there and we try to make it as clear as possible that, hey, if you don't want, like, if you don't know anything, please don't sign up. It's just going to be incredibly awkward. But you get some guy who's like, you know, like he doesn't know anything. <laughs> and so you have to find 
you could sit there and like let people painfully watch it, or you know, you could take matters into your own hands and you know, boo him off the stage <laughs> and replace him with a new version of new and better version of, of himself. And we got you know more and more into that. You know, actually, Mike, were you VIP no. in Philly or no? I forget. Oh uh, well, uh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. That, that, oh, you were there. Yeah. yeah, your buddy got he got mad. He got booed. He off did. He was not happy. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, he... Yeah. <laughs> like he was not pleased. No. He like ordered me afterwards, and he was like not happy with me. But it's like it's all in good fun. Yeah, I was like, like relax, dude. If you don't want to get booed off stage, maybe you should have studied more. Right. That's right. I was <laughs> but so, but you know, we were getting very, very loose with it at Carnegie Hall, you know. <laughs> And because, you know, I, then I kept picking ring. I was like, all right, we're going to get ringer, ringer, ringer. You know, and they just completely just falling flat. Chad Kelson, boom, down on, you know, just knocked over. Another dude that with a cool shirt. Then it's like, you think that they're all like, oh, pick me, pick me. And they just like, well, we're totally falling flat. Eventually, you know, we got to uh, Ethan. I, yeah, well, I was, well, that was great. Got, before we get yeah. there, before we get there, that was great uh, to, to, to witness that. I was out in the audience watching all this. Uh, and it was incredible because you know uh, I don't know if I've seen uh, seen you boo people off stage. I may have seen it once or twice. You replace somebody, but this was insane because I think it was like either like the first or second question in, and Alex buzzed in and got the answer wrong and immediately you're like you off the stage you know? and, and you called in and i and you called in our and you picked uh our good friend uh, craig billmeyer hot licks Hulahan, the amazing uh air guitar champion the world champion up there of air and, uh, i don't craig, even know if jw world, realized that yeah i don't know if you knew I that or not but up on it later okay. but yeah, okay. yeah yeah like, yeah but go ahead yeah, yeah. Like so, so we're like, so this is great. So now, uh, so now, um, Craig's up there, and he gets nicknamed New Alex, and uh, New Alex uh, <laughs> is up there, and uh, it also, um, I don't know if Amy ended up getting a question wrong or something, like immediately after, and got replaced by uh, Will King, you know, another a great friend of the yeah, podcast friend, yeah. who came up there. <laughs> And uh, she's ne- he's he's now new Amy, and it was like crazy, like back to back. It was it was like the replacement of guests, almost a whole new panel up right. up there. It I was terrified. Toilet at that paper, point. Mike. I was glad, I was I glad I toilet paper because I was crapping myself that I was getting kicked off. <laughs> yeah, you stayed the whole time, right? You didn't get replaced Mike because it was one. like he's an institution. He can't go he's nowhere. An institution. I would almost go as far as like at one point during Jeopardy, there was more people getting booed off stage than answers <laughs> correct. Yeah, well, so it, so eventually, some people started getting it, getting it like whoa. But it's like probably a lot of pressure, I'd imagine, if that's like oh, you totally. know immediately you're done. Well, that's terrifying. So we're at a point where it's. It, now is toilet paper Mike, uh, new Alex, and new Amy on stage, and not very long right. after that, new Alex, aka Craig Billmeyer, aka Hotlicks Hulahan, uh, he gets a question <laughs> wrong. Bam, he's out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you, like you said, JW, you'd think a ringer, uh, Chad Kelson, aka Metal Al, comes on stage, and he is new, yeah. new Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. And he just had this blank stare on his face, like he was in a catatonic trance. I was like, dude, you're supposed to be the ringer, bro. Like, what is going on? And it's like, just like, yeah. So he go ahead. Yeah, so then he gets two wrong, and then I was chosen as new, new, 
<laughs> you, Alex. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, you did pretty good. I, I feel like you were like kind of brought the show back to a level. I think Mike was answering yeah. correctly. Mike was doing well. I feel like. And then. Yeah. And yeah. Was Will up on the? I forget. You know, the yeah, thing Will, is, there's so yeah, much was, switching around. It's hard to keep track. Of. <laughs> I think what right, right. At this was, point, <laughs> at this point on stage is toilet paper Mike, and then there's Ethan, and then there's Will up on stage at this point. And they stayed up there for a, a reasonably long time uh, before the next replacement happened. But yeah, they were all doing doing really well. <laughs> I think. Well, this was sure. great because um, uh, once it got to Final Jeopardy. Um, I don't know how it happened, but JW, I think you're just like, oh, let's get Amy back here. Real Amy. <laughs> so you can't. <laughs> well, it was, the grand, it was the grand finale. Yeah. So you, it's like, and back from the dead yeah. is original Amy. And everybody's like, yeah. So this is the best part. Because I felt that part. Because Amy triumphantly returns. Will goes back to his seat. And then original Alex also walks up to replace me. And you're like, no, 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 you're not. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 Ethan's staying. You're, you're not coming back, original Alex. So, <laughs> yeah, no. the, the guy was so disappointed. Not happening. <laughs> well, you know, Amy was the star of the show that day. Yes. So great. Yeah. And, you know, to bring her back, that's what you call a reprise. You know, and people are thrilled that we hit that, got back into that pocket. And I, I got to say, it went over very well, right? Oh, yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, I'm bringing back original Amy. <laughs> Nicely done. Because there are so many Amy's. And all of the, you know, it's when you get into, yeah, you were going to Amy, 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 Amy. And then it's like back to the original people like, oh, my God. They couldn't believe it. What a <laughs> twist. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah, what a plot twist. Well, so, yeah, I'm so glad, I'm glad you everybody... did that, JW. I'm so glad yeah. you did that because uh, uh, Amy's uh, been, t- been tour chasing with her since uh, – since like the late nineties, uh, she, she's a definitely a, a huge Weird Al fan. And I was like, Oh, she would have been really good up there as uh, you know, to, to be up there. And then she got knocked out immediately. And it was like, Oh, she could have had that, that chance to, to be up there and win at Carnegie hall. And then all of a sudden she's back up on stage. And, and I think the, I th- I don't think I heard the room explode with that much cheering. Just, uh, <laughs> I know. It was uh, so awesome. It was yeah, like, it was, it was people so, just went it was like nuts. The perfect move. It was incredible. <laughs> so to bring her back. Well, yeah, and it was like, and like when he said it, room exploded, people went. There was like, and the original Amy was like, ah, like the crowd went wild. It was, it was I couldn't yes. believe it. <laughs> it was such a cheap, cheap thing to do. <laughs> you say her name so many times, do 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 Amy, and it's like original OG Amy, and they're like. And I almost feel like I don't think William was even doing that bad. It was just funnier to bring yeah, back no, your he, he was doing really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, Will's good. He's two-time Weird Al Jeopardy champion. He? Uh, he was. No, I think he got first place in Denver, and then he was at one of the smaller shows in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, where there was not a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's a fun kid. That's my first time really interacting with him. He, he's he's a memorable and funny. Young man. Yes. Yeah, we met him through guy. the podcast, and I think that was our first time meeting him in person. Was at um, Carnegie Hall, so that was really cool to to get to hang with him. And uh, yeah, he's a huge fan. Yeah, so he was hilarious. That was great. Well, so he wasn't very good at <laughs> trivia, but but <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool guy, cool guy. Do you guys? Does anyone have the final Jeopardy question? I ha- well, I have well, I have the f- final Jeopardy question, but I do have the score uh, coming up oh, into Final Jeopardy as well. Uh, so, 
Um, it was this was before Amy was replaced, uh, but it, but <laughs> it had uh, it had toilet paper. And Mike had seven hundred forty points. Ethan had one hundred eighty points, and Will had six hundred twenty points. At that point, uh, Will nobody else. The score didn't change, and that's when Amy came. Originally, Amy came back in. So we had Mike was leading seven hundred forty points. Ethan, you had one hundred eighty points. And uh, Will had 620 points. And, and can I defend and myself? Question. Can I defend my low score? I got. I inherited <laughs> nope. that score. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> hey, we're gonna. We're gonna pass it this time. Uh, moving forward. <laughs> I also. I also yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I don't. Y'all want to say something? Okay. That Ethan had a little notepad, and I took it and I. Threw I was it just going to say that story. Yes. yes, I take notes, and so I'm like trying to. That's just, why Ethan had no notes. I was trying to take notes about Jeopardy, and then you just came over and you winged it in the audience. It's like I hope Dave's writing this all down. <laughs> Which is a mean move, but I I thought it was funny at the time. It was very funny. So I apologize. No, it was very funny. It was the right thing to do. <laughs> it was great, and. No note taking. <laughs> so from the, you can from the uh, from the from the audience, okay. but it was I thought it was funny. <laughs> so what was? I think there was a photo of like the notepad flying yes. away. You <laughs> yeah, if you're li- if you're listening to this and you have pictures, send them in because oh, I got a couple like post tense, you know. Uh, and there's some really good photos, but you know that was like coolest thing I've ever done in my life for me at Carnegie Hall. So it's like the more pictures, I I love them, you know? It's fun for me. And clearly, even just talking about it, it was a fun event. Oh, it was so (laughs) much fun. It was so memorable. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you took it, Jeff, or or, I think you did, the picture of my notepad in the air. I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, see, that's great! It's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a live. That's amazing. Yeah, like it's a live photo, so you can actually like. What's <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Where's that man? That's amazing. There it comes. There it goes. Oh, yeah. I love it's like a well, gif. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, a meme. Oh, so you have to get that up in our Facebook group, group com, so people can see that at some point. We'll take but, care yeah. of that. So, uh, so what was the going question? into the final Jeopardy? Yeah, so um, we'll see how good your memory is because we all I've, I've heard got this it here if, if we need it. Oh, good. I, I yeah. So, oh, you have it written uh, down. You have, ask the question. Uh, the, the question the fine, is. Oh, go ahead. Ethan. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, Jeff. no, you've got it. Go ahead. No, Jeff, you do. Okay. So the. No, I want Jeff to do it. Yeah, we want to hear from from the Jeopardy master. <laughs> the fine young cannibals. Provided the basis for this Al song. So that's the easiest, the easiest. Final Jeopardy question yes. of all time. Yes. <laughs> yet somehow. <laughs> yet somehow. So only one person <sighs> got it wrong, huh? <laughs> what you didn't you get it wrong? Yeah. Either? Wasn't it you who got it wrong? I have no idea who the final. Yeah. I, how do you even not? I have no idea who they are. What? He wasn't born yet. <laughs> 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 In That's his true, defense, I, I will say that I remember early on in the podcast having a conversation with Ethan and Dave, and Ethan said that he initially thought this was a parody of a Kermit the Frog <laughs> song, maybe? 
Yes. <laughs> Does that sound yeah, like a thing? Was, yeah, I, that that is. We we did our review about uh about from the uh, we did our top five definitive <laughs> top five songs from the UHF soundtrack. Right. Uh, yes, this, you, this I thought UHF course, soundtrack, honor. right? Yeah. Yes, and yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, and, is it a polka party or that? But it's that. Yeah, so. No, it's a UHF soundtrack. And uh, Ethan had had mentioned that he had uh, thought this was a parody of. The Muppets version. Oh, the Muppets. Cover yes, version yes. of this song. Which, yes. which I think we found out came out after Al's version, but um, I always have thought that Al sounds like Kermit in the song. So that's, it was just a weird mix up in my brain. Um, I I looked over and I saw that Amy and Mike had both written She Drives Like Crazy. I'm like, I'm not going to cheat. And I, I think I just wrote down Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast theme song or something. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to accept defeat. <laughs> I'm not going to cheat. <laughs> but in a twist of fate, so, I didn't end up losing. Yes. <laughs> right. Incredibly, yeah. So, Testament so, to the th- fairness uh, and discipline of Weird Al Jeopardy. Go ahead. Yeah, so... Amazingly, somehow Ethan ended up, even though he got the question wrong, with twenty points. Uh, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, but, I bet it uh, all, and I still kept twenty points. But but toilet paper, Mike. Uh, also, I believe you bet it all. No, I, I bet you can correct I me. I bet twenty-seven million. And <laughs> JW oh, you? said you don't have that many. I said I do now. <laughs> and that was enough. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember how I how I responded. And then you got a bunch of points, right? I, I don't. Well, yeah, you ended up doubling your. I think you ended up doubling your points because you had 720 and then or 740, and you'd almost doubled it because you went up to 1,460 points. So you were 20. Maybe you got 20. Maybe that's where those 20 points from Ethan got for your missing 20 <laughs> points for doubling it. Uh, but then. Uh, Amy uh, ended up getting uh, somehow she only had going in 620 points, but she ended up with 1,900 points, uh, which put her in the lead. But then something else happened. Uh, She ended up I think she ended up betting all of Toilet Paper Mike's points. Yes. Which yes. Which yes. that meant he that uh, ended up with zero. <laughs> yes, he meant that all fourteen hundred and sixty points, one thousand four hundred sixty points that toilet paper Mike had went to Amy. So that's how she ended up with nineteen hundred. Uh, Mike she went down to zero. Yeah, she basically out of nowhere kind of did this weird voice. She goes, "And Amy, what'd you wager?" And it sounded just like my voice if I was throwing it across the room. She goes. <laughs> and then everybody went crazy <laughs> as she stole all the points. But it, it sounded like she threw her voice from across the room. But it was it's one of incredible the most amazing things I can recall in recent years of excitement because people were just like, they couldn't believe it as she did that. What a story. What a story. What a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> and then and the crowd erupted again. Yeah. Mike became uh the loser. He lost some jeopardy Completely despite did. having what would have been the highest score. <laughs> Unfortunately, those points got <laughs> stolen, Mike. It's it's just an How'd honor to be a com- it's just an honor to be a complete and total loser. But 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 to add insult to injury, when I got my plaque, my name spelled wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're supposed to put, fill it in your. How they, they, they added it? an e into my last name. But oh, the, gotcha. it's, it's appropriate though. Bummer. You know, I'm, I'm that much of a. It is appropriate. Can't spell check. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's and that's undisputed. That's undisputed. We agree with you wholeheartedly and completely. And at least you're aware. You were a loser the second you said, "I love you, JW." Like, you had no chance. This guy's JW yeah, vowed yeah. revenge that very day. Yeah, like, I go, I'm gonna get you. You're done. How dare you? Yeah, you'll rue the day, sir. Yeah. And so Jeopardy. You know, after that, of course, everyone, it was, you know, pandemonium. The audience was going nuts and none of us wanted to leave. We were just having so much fun, you know. Oh, it was incredible. We're all, you know, chatting and reminiscing and uh, talking about the upset at the end of the game. The uh, So good. The big loss of. Yeah, some. it was like a very good fellowship and then like of just like-minded individuals and everybody. It was, it was, it was fervorous all in my phone is ringing uh it was incredibly exciting towards the end and then everybody's we're, we're all getting photos and it just felt yeah. like you know the last like graduation right. it was yeah. hats in their air. everybody's getting photos <laughs> I'm like yeah we did it you know like there's the great photo of me and dave like, like doing like the like hero jumping in the air uh, yes. Yes. Club kind of shot. and there's also you know it, it was a lot it was very camaraderie and felt like uh, you know the end of a giant thing, but it's celebrated in a in a very fun way with yeah. all the people. And it was just so good to see everybody too. And actually, you know, once you calm down, everybody's out of seats. You know, everybody. And then you're right, everybody was loitering <laughs> <laughs> until they wouldn't let us buy anymore. Until drinks. they were until they were politely asked to leave. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They're like, the crazy thing is like, I gotta go. <laughs> That's the crazy yeah, like, thing is hey, that guys. this party was so much fun that that like it's like I wanted to continue on. I wanted to keep going, but there was a Weird Al concert that was happening. Right. You know all that right. you know there that was we all had to get to downstairs. Uh, but it was like crazy because it was so much fun. This was I mean I've been to I I always have fun when I come to to see Jeopardy. But I mean I this was on a totally different level. Just the amount of fun that this one was that that this was just crazy with, with, like I said, everybody that I knew in the audience, everybody that I knew up on stage and then the swapping in and out of people and the, and the, the, the jokes that you were cracking and, and just everything <laughs> that was just, just amazing. Notebooks just, are flying. Incredible host. It's, it's really fun. They have notebooks flying. It's, it's, it was such a fun experience. I didn't want it to end, which is why I was loitering. I was like, I'm going to let this make this last as <laughs> oh, long yeah, as no. possible. And like to me, it was like the being playing the high school touchdown football game of your life. Right. Or something. It's like probably the greatest singular moment of my life. And I'm just like, yeah, let's get photos. It's all good. As you go into it, you know, you're nervous. And, you know, I remember back there was this little back room and I was like literally sweating oh, no. because it was like I was trying to like make myself not sweat. <laughs> sweating because not really because because it was hot back there and the only place to change was this little back room and there was no other if if you're the the way the room was set up was weird but yeah but just to have it go so well was 
it was awesome. So I really thank every person that was there. It was the greatest experience of my life. It was so much fun. And it was a testament yeah, was, to you and your talents. Like you were so on fire that night. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. It was, it was definitely the, you could feel the energy in the air and like towards the end, you know, in the back, I mean, it was like we we let a couple people up because they were just chilling outside. We're like, let them inside. So there's like standing room only, nice. and then like you look look back there, and there's like the Carnegie Hall people are all like looking like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was fun. Yeah. What was the greatest time of our lives? They they probably hated it the whole time. <laughs> they're like, what? I just no. I I literally think they were like they're like just scratching their head like. What? Like, I don't understand at all. These people are like, because like, really, like, I know all you guys are like, people were going crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, they were, they were amped up. Yeah. And like, when you hit the applause button, people were going like, they were giving back 100%. Well, especially once, once, uh, once original Alex was off the stage, like half the audience knew everyone on stage. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just that much more exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Feed them to the lions. Yeah, they just like want to see them get roasted. Yeah, so it was, it was very fun. Oh, it was Literally the coolest thing ever. Dave, who are some of the... Yeah, because it could like... like Flip side is it could have... Like, imagine going up there and just completely... Like, there's been a couple of Jeopardies. Like, I wouldn't say a bond, but like they go over and the stuff's not landing and you're just like, okay, well. No. <laughs> I blame the questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's question related. Yeah. Well, there was quite a, a crowd there. I know we've we've already talked to a few people, um, but we took a big group photo, and I, I want to make sure we don't miss anyone. Um, uh, do we have that group photo to make sure? I, I like I I'm trying to think. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have the group photo uh, in front of me, and uh, and, th- and the funny thing is, like, there's all these people on it, but there are people that uh, did not make this group photo that I know were also there. Uh, because uh, they had either left to to head down towards uh, towards uh, to go to the concert, or they had been in the other room, or they were socializing somewhere else. But I mean, uh, we had, uh, and I'm just gonna go from like left to right. You had Anne, you had Adrian, you had Alicia, you had Gus, you had Jacinta, Aaron, uh, Amy, uh, Kelly, Tara Lynn, our friend Jack. We had Elizabeth, uh, of course, Ethan, Ethan was there, Alexis was there, Fred was there in an amazing eyeball suit. Yes. So uh, wonderful. Yeah, Ra- Rachel and Jackie and, and Toilet Paper Mike and our friend Lucas was there. <laughs> it, it was just, it was wild, you know, just, uh, just how many people uh, were there. And I know that there were others there as well that uh, did you say that I didn't mention. Yeah, there was Parsons and Helen and... Uh, yeah, Al- yeah. Helen and Nurse Peggy. Oh, yes. Peggy yeah. Riley Phillips. Uh, Craig Billmeyer was there with uh, Dominic Del Bene, uh, another guy um, who I know and is a huge Weird Al fan. So um, there was just so many, too many to. Ryan and Dr. Lyle. Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was... You know, new Amy was there. New, new Amy. <laughs> <laughs> new, new, new Amy. Also there. New Alex. Yeah. I just want to correct you guys. <laughs> new Alex, of course. <laughs> That's right. New, 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 Alex. Naturally. <laughs> Mar- yeah. Marnie was there, but she left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bob Groder was up there, wasn't he? Bob Groder, There, there yeah. was at Bob least Bob two Bob other Mar- group pictures yeah. taken downstairs. Because <laughs> we just couldn't. We, we got kicked out too soon. And then the show started. Yeah. We're loitering. Crazy. 
<laughs> well, I was <laughs> toilet paper. I was littering. Was nice one. <laughs> no, that's what I said. We went back. So it, was, it, it, was, it was a weird experience because, you know, you do that and then it's, it was like halfway full. And then I came up and it's completely full. It was almost like this weird thing. And then you have to go back downstairs for a second because I'm going up and down the elevator all day there. And then you come back out, it's just no one in there. There's just like toilet paper everywhere and the chairs <laughs> all in a weird spot. And it just looks like someone's been in here. <laughs> it's like the, the flip side of it, you know? Was there anything else from Jeopardy that uh, must be uh, recorded for, for those in the history books to hear? Um, anything else that we did not cover? I don't know. I, I think that we covered a lot of stuff. We, we went through it pretty yeah. much in detail. Talked about you know how, how awesome it was. It was it was just incredibly awesome. And it was so awesome to have so many super fans in one place yeah. uh, riled up. And we, For sure. we just got to do that sometime again. It was too much we fun. We got to figure that out. Either. All right. How about tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask. I, I I hope maybe Jeff, maybe you took a picture of this the board or something. I feel like Mike toilet paper Mike. I feel like there was a, a pretty easy Star Wars question that you got wrong. What? No, um, no, I got it right. I don't know what you're talking. About. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else remember Let's this? See, I usually. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like it was. You know, Mike, who uh, is one of the biggest Star Wars fans. <laughs> that i know uh you, i believe you have star wars tattoo i, I have you built i have an both, r2d2 yes, i have both a star wars and a I, I have the question i should have gotten but... this question right <laughs> the intersection of your two it. loves <laughs> um i i w- what, what what was the question you got wrong just out of curiosity you know? i'm sure it's super easy it was <laughs> I don't, and, and usually I have a picture of the complete board, but I, I didn't I have, take one. I have a picture of the complete board. I'm just looking to see if I can find this question. I don't remember it off as the top soon, of my head. As soon as I said my answer. Yeah, it was something to do with Saga Begins, I think. Um, oh, um, uh, I, 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 was it something to do with Anakin's age? Oh, she's only nine, she's 14 or something like that. Oh, yeah, according to the Saga Begins, Anakin yeah. is this age. Sure, if nobody watches Phantom Menace. I think everyone. Potpourri <laughs> for uh, for forty. Ah, Potpourri for forty. Yeah. Mike, how did you Impressive mess that arc- up? I love how it's archived to that level that people know what questions are being asked. Like this is a history. <laughs> Write it all down. There it is. So it was written. I couldn't let you get off the hook for getting that one wrong, Mike. Go. I'm sorry. So that was. That, I think that was one of only two that I got wrong. But I got I got credit for the other one. Uh, oh, what was the it was one? the cover art by um, Mr. Lawrence. I said TV album. It was ah uh, yes. Oh, food, yeah, food album. album. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty stinking majestic. Fifty fifty shot. I, I I wish that there was a, a a filming of that Jeopardy just for you know. <laughs> so do I, man. We recorded some yeah. other ones. Like we're thinking they're going to be super. Super hot potatoes. Like we did the, we recorded uh, the Kennedy Center one, or oh, there's cool. a couple oh, other nice. ones, but none of them, you know, they were good, but they're not. It, it as would be hard good to beat that one. That, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that one was just very, just like the, I, we were, we were in the definition of what you call the pocket. Right. You know, yes. it's just yes. incredible. I took enough live photos that you might be able to just piece them all together for one. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. I, it was awesome. Next door, just hire a camera crew. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, there's just so many rules and stipulations at Carnegie That's Hall true. that you can't even. If we wanted to film it, it would have been like, it, you know, it would have been thirty very, million dollars. Yeah. Yes, something like that. <laughs> That's true. To the Teamsters, you know. <laughs> we should have secretly done it and not told anyone, and then just the five of us. I wish somebody would have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. But at least you know some people got some good photos, and and it's it's one of those things that it's you know <laughs> the fact that there's not. Uh, a video of it, but it's so talked about, and there's pictures makes it more legendary. That's true. You know? That's true. Yes. It'll live on. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. For years to come, we'll be talking. Sure. It's about. somewhat documented. Yes. <laughs> In yeah. Weird Al Jeopardy 2015, we'll be talking about it. it's, its own category. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carnegie. Yeah, that will be its own category. Oh, I love it. Who yeah. is new? New Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is new? New New Amy. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great well i um before we we let you guys go i think we should while we have you jw talk about the beginning of the weird Al concert oh um, let's do it yeah so like you know the the best thing this is the best part of the night for me because it's just so incredibly poetic and you know universally comedic and just kind of just like the perfect way something could have happened through <laughs> destinic uh, humor, you know, like, uh, and so we, you know, we get up there, you know, and I'm ruthlessly getting people to boo people for like, you know, 45, I guess it was 45 minutes for booing, boo, yeah. boo, get him to boo as hard the as The whole Jeopardy can. is people then booing. Then we go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the whole Jeopardy is people <laughs> And then what you do is you get all those people, put them in the first 15 <laughs> rows. Okay? Do that, okay? Yes, yes. And re reappear on stage, okay? And have a technical difficulty. <laughs> and then see what happens. And what I'll tell you what happens is you become the first and only person to be booed at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and I get He's which on is stage, a, on stage is, at Carnegie Hall, just getting... You get yeah. paper mark being booed. Which is like... In 1924. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, on the... on the uh, Yeah, two on the paper mark ticket, but I, and I agree that maybe... I thought about it in my head, you know, like, because it's like, man, that's incredible that that happened. Uh, for the, yeah, so basically what happened, to for people who don't know, is like, we I went out there to do the intro for Emo, and then, like, I do like, how are you doing? And I get a crowd applause and it's like, I realized shortly after that, you know, this microphone, hello, hello, test, test. And I'm just like standing there. Hello, hello. Just, <laughs> and then all of a sudden people like, I just see even like Dave and everybody, they just start pointing their feet like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I may not be the, uh, the first, you know, I thought about maybe I'm not the first person to get booed on the big stage at Carnegie Hall, but I was definitely the pers person who was most emph emphatically booed. Yeah. And I, I, looked it, I, I looked it up soon after this happened, and, and there are, there's like articles about booing instance instances at Carnegie Hall there aren't many like yes. to the point where there are they are headlines like yeah this is almost like a New York Times story it's just like man, it is like, no because it was like it wasn't just booed it was like with the energy from the VIP everybody's booing oh, and like, yeah you could just like 
hear and see everybody and i'm like oh my god this is like you know i wonder like do i look i like oh my god i can't believe it like before uh, this, there's a there's a headline uh from the new york times in uh april of 1973 uh <laughs> booing threatens carnegie concert <laughs> yeah, this was like more 50 years I swear to God, some guy goes, I can hear like all this stuff and people are saying my name. And so I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is the reality that I'm seeing. And some guy goes, Freebird. And then this other guy from the way back, he goes, take your shirt off. And I'm just like, is this like a prank? Are you, like, it's the a, way- an actual nightmare come true for so many performers. No, the way that, you know, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the way that Carnegie Hall is set up, they have these like chamber doors, right? They won't let you out <laughs> until it's the exact time to go out there. And so like, they're like, go. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll march out there, you know, like with an emphatic saunter about to murder. And then I think it's go- it starts off well. And I'm like, oh, you know. And then so you like, once you realize the technical difficulty, I'm like looking to the right and left, but there's no stage hands oh, like there God. is because they keep them inside these chambers and no one's go to this. One. I'm like, I'm like out here in the middle of the ocean right now. <laughs> <laughs> but just with no no one's throwing no life I thought about I honestly it was like once the guy said take my take your shirt I was like man maybe that's the move oh, it man. must have been a, a minute two minutes I don't know but when it came back it was a good applause but you know I feel like I should have just almost like shouted it but it was there's nothing you can do. That was at a that big point, room. Except, yeah. 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 So, so, so do you know what happened? Did big room full of crazies. Say what happened. Uh, you know, I just still to this day, I remember being like, like leaving the stage and like talking to like the monitor guy and be like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Cause it's like, I had no idea what the hell that was. And so you, you might want to bleep that out, but, um, <laughs> the, um, it was inc- I don't know. It was one of those deals that just, uh, I yeah, I don't know that. I guess there was a problem with the audio guy, or they didn't hit a mute button, or some sort of thing like that, which you think wouldn't happen at Carnegie Hall, <laughs> right? Especially with all the union but, fees that you're paying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. With all that, but hey, you know, I'm the one who bit off on that. So I, I feel bad for emo because it ate into emo's time, like five, like three right. or four minutes because uh, you only get so much and i was like man emo i'm sorry bro like i didn't mean and he's like you know he's like dude you're the dude who got food <laughs> off stage yeah better you than him <laughs> yeah better you than me and i'm like well i guess that's true but then it's like i like you know and i was like upset for like a, the, my initial response was like dude what the what was that but then it's like i'm like i'm like that's probably the only time that that has ever yeah. ever happened. You kind of won. Yeah, yeah, I won. Yeah, yeah I like. I was, and I was like, yeah, you know what? That's not so bad. It's a pretty great little yeah. uh, stripe stripe to have yeah. on the. Now who's the complete loser? <laughs> yeah, who's the complete loser now? <laughs> Who lost on Jeopardy now? <laughs> I did. If only Mike came out with the Me, toilet paper that's guy. That's right. <laughs> Alpha nerd. Yeah, he's not living great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> I mean, it was very, you know, incredibly memorable way to end the whole thing. It's like because it's just so funny. It's like 
the concept of like getting people to emphatically boo and just taunt like that, and then all of a sudden, roll reversal, <laughs> they're downstairs in the front, and then something goes wrong. They thought, like, I believe that people thought that's what they were supposed to do. <laughs> You're lucky they were programmed. Yeah, they've been programmed and coached for that for like the last 45 minutes. Like, literally, right up until that moment, they finally got out of their seat. I was like, bam! You know, You're like, lucky we didn't have tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I know, dude, that would have been great. It would have been even better. <laughs> so good. Oh man. Well, so, yeah. What a great what a great night. God, it was so fun. Yes. A cherry on top to a fantastic evening with some great people. I mean, it it was just so awesome to be to get all those people together, meeting in the minds, and then just to have you know it was it was a lot of fun. So hopefully we get to do it again sometime soon. Well, yes, I guess please. we get five more Jeopardies, you know. Five more. Yes, and then it and then it becomes a home game. <laughs> then it becomes the, yeah. Who knows? Maybe that'd be great. Get Jackbox to put it out. We can all play it together. It'd be fun. Yes, we should have Jeff ask us all a question. See who can buzz in quickest. <laughs> yeah, we got five thousand. I bet I could beat all of you. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's a Star Wars, I have question, lots of we fine young fine. cannibals <laughs> questions. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this was awesome, guys. Thanks for joining us, talking about Jeopardy, and uh, helping us uh, recreate what an absolute legendary event that was, the Weird Al Jeopardy at Carnegie Hall. Thank you for the kind words. It means so much. And I appreciate coming on the podcast. And so good to see you guys so many times on the tour. And, you know, I appreciate you documenting this historic event with a special <laughs> podcast segment. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yes. Let it ring through the halls of Carnegie. <laughs> the greatest game show trivia experience of all time was here in the Education Week. October 29th, year of our Lord, 2022. Incredible. So good. This has been fun, though. Yeah. This has been great. Yeah. It's good to reminisce, you know, because it's like, you know, at the end of that, you know, you just put pump so full of like you know it's such a a rush i had to like just walk around all the next day in new york city and just completely decompress from all wow. that you know you know it's the first the end of a giant tour and then it's like just oh man that was cloud not yeah. absolutely the best feeling what a great night what a great night yes. for so, all of yeah. us really yes and you know we owe it all to mike toilet paper I, mike I, Minnick. i'm here yeah. for you <laughs> a real hero here yes. <laughs> And of course, Amy. <laughs> Which one? Who apparently was too busy. Uh, apparently, Amy's too busy to She's show up. Her the the She's got a lot of talk show bookings right now. She can't. Uh, she can't. Her recent celebrity has left her unemployed. <laughs> She's doing a pilot for NBC. Yeah. New, 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 new Amy. The new adventures of old new Amy. <laughs> the new Amy. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was guys. this close to making a joke like that, and I was like, "No one's going to get that reference." But I'm so you. glad you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us, JW and Toilet Paper Mike and Jeff. I understand you got to go away for a couple minutes, but you'll maybe join us a little bit later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll see how things shake out. All right.
Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, I'll see you guys soon, okay? Thank you. All right, bye. All right, and now we are back with Jackie Rossi, Aaron Henry, Alexis Adams. Um, You guys missed a a riveting uh, discussion of Jeopardy, Um, but what happened directly after Jeopardy, and and I don't think we talked about this in the first part, um, we had decided we need to get a group photo of all the Weird Al superfans. And so we had like we had we had tried so we're like let's meet at the merch booth. So um, by the time Jeopardy got out, like it was very close to the show starting. So we're all like running over to <laughs> there, and I got to the the theater, and I the merch booth is usually like right in the lobby when you walk in the door, but it turns out there was like multiple entrances, and it did not work out how we had hoped. <laughs> no, it was so chaotic. The group got messages, trying to figure out. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. It was awful. Yeah, it was de- definitely one of the most disorganized uh, chaos I've ever seen. You know, at like a, a Weird Al concert. Just, just I don't know if it was being in New York City, if it was being in Carnegie Hall, not really being set up for like uh, this kind of event or something. But it was, it was crazy. Like yeah, I would have expected a place like Carnegie Hall to be a little bit more you know, structured and organized. But yeah, like once you got in the, uh, the door, it was just kind of like you went into chaos and it was, yeah. you couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find the, the doors you were supposed to go in there. It's like, I had to ask multiple people where the merchandise was. And they're like, Oh yeah, you go up this flight of stairs, you go around the corner, you go to the left. I had to ask somebody where the restroom was. And that was another adventure to get to. So it was, yeah. it was really, it was really yeah. weird. Really strange. We were trying to figure out how to do this picture. And we realized emo's coming on in like, five minutes so i say whoever's here whoever's here right now get on these stairs the usher said no you can't do that and i said we'll be the (laughs) quickest possible we all get on some i mean the people that were there again we were missing more than half the people that were there there's more there's more than one picture of all yeah quote all the super fans right yeah it was yeah because I don't see Dave, Jackie. Or I was not there in this picture. No. I got I got lost. I think trying <laughs> didn't to find make all that you guys, one. and I didn't find you until like, I didn't find the stairwell until like way after. I was like, oh well, th- okay. Like yeah, it was it was <laughs> yeah. just rushed, and then we all had to go find our seats. <laughs> well, because oh, yeah. we kind of alluded to it earlier about the merch booth. Um, it was a room. It was a side room. And it was literally full with a line out the door. So I didn't even get to see the merch booth because it was just so packed. Yeah, I saw it for like a second. I went up. I went up in that up there just to again. You know, it's it's what we do. We check out the merchandise, make sure that you know everything's everything's there that should be there and, and see if there's any new items or anything like that. You know, say hello to our friend Marnie, who was off on some other adventure. Uh, merch also, Marnie, uh, queen. But, uh, but yeah, I, and uh, we knew that uh, we had heard through the grapevine uh, that John Bermuda Schwartz's new book might have a few copies up at the merchandise booth. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if I could get up there and see if, if any of those were out. And like you said, I got to the room and they wouldn't even like let people in the room. It was at capacity. So it was it was very yeah. odd that, that like it was like no way I was going to get into that merchandise booth. So fortunately, 
in that merchandise room. So fortunately, I had already, uh, like you said, picked up everything I knew I needed for the tour. So I didn't worry about it. But right. I felt bad right. for other people who, who, if this is their only show, or if they, if you know, they mm-hmm. were expecting to pick up stuff, you know, you know, just casual fans just want to browse. Uh, they could not get in that room if they had showed up when I showed up. I the only saving grace is that the wonderful UH Jeff actually read that piece of paper from the VIP. He actually <laughs> went on the website and he got um, was able to get himself and then Dave and I each an early copy of Bermuda's book. So nice. like he he uh, he went and picked it up, I think, between emo and um, and Al coming out. And it was just it was so cool to have that book a few weeks early uh, in the flesh and they were signed and um uh, I'm sure he has more to say about that. Um, <laughs> so maybe we'll hear from him later in this episode and he will uh, fill us in. You know UH Jeff, what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What, what a guy. guy. Well, so I don't know what the three of you guys are doing, but I guess Aaron and I were up at that photo and then ran to our seats because the lights were like starting to flash. Yes. And uh, I was sitting in the front row right next to UH Jeff and so I met up with him oh! and uh look who's here what? oh speak of the devil you summoned him <laughs> well while we wait for our our next guest to get on let's uh I mean I yeah I was not I did not make it to the group photo I know I was talking with our good friend Vicky DeVries rhymes with cheese uh catching up with her a little bit uh it was a whole it was a it was wild i mean there was just so many people to to talk to and it was just like i said it was chaos and just yeah uh, i did want to try to get to my seat a couple minutes early and i guess we should talk about it. i don't know if we we mentioned it yet this episode but we did uh in when we bought our tickets like felt like a year ago uh we did end up getting uh, six VIP tickets. Uh, my, my group: Ethan, uh, Jackie, UH, Jeff, uh, Adrian, mm-hmm. and Ann uh, ended up uh, getting front row tickets. So uh, I did want to also get to my seat so I could relax a little bit and, and sit in the front yeah. row. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let's take this very uh, opportune moment to please welcome UH Jeff Nusera. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me late. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're just getting started. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're actually still on the day before. We haven't even gotten to the 29th yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're still no, on Jeff, the drive home. You I'm still on the train. Everything. You missed everything right up until getting seated for the concert. And we were just talking about how you were the only one with the foresight to actually pre-order on the website uh, Bermuda's book. So how did that go? How did picking that, how, how, what was that process like? I mean, it wasn't really foresight as much as it was, I was in line to pick it up and the line was so long and unruly <laughs> that I just used my phone to uh, order it and then come sit down because I was, uh, oh. I was panicking. Yeah. Like uh, there was no time. We were, I was cutting it very close. I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jeopardy definitely went long uh, with good reason. And I think, after hearing all about it, the audience knows why. Um, so, Jeff, it was so exciting because we got to sit next to each other, and we did. I feel like we sat down like right, right near the end of uh, the time before emo came out. Yes, right near the end of the beginning. Yes. <laughs> what? 
So well, uh, Jeff, you and so, I were sitting next to each other in the front row. Dave and Jackie were sitting next to each other in the front row. Um, I know Adrian and Anne were together in the front row. But Aaron, Alexis, where were the two of you? Um, I was, I think, fifth row back on Steve's side. Um, I was actually sitting next to our good friend Amy and oh, cool. her friend uh, Tara Lynn. Oh, Tara Lynn. Very nice. nice. Yeah. I was second row on Jim's side, a couple rows directly in front of uh, Miss Suzanne Yankovic. Oh. Ooh. And a guest wow. later. Are we saying who else was there? Well, Jay Lee yes. was there too, right? He was sitting there. I don't think that's who she's referring to. No, I'm not, not. I know who she's <laughs> referring to, and it's not him. <laughs> I guess... Uh, <laughs> in timeline order you can present the special guests that you saw i think pretty early on though before emo did we see quest love we did yeah he was ushered in yeah right once, once again quest love once yeah. again i'm at a, I'm at a weird owl thing with i'm at a weird owl thing with better sweets than quest, than quest love yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, know twice. you know what's funny we we're all like um there was a few of us standing at the front of the stage and quest love walked right by me i think he was going to get a drink or something i had no idea it was quest love and someone turned to me and goes do you know who that is and i was like no and they're like oh that's quest love i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so you walked right past us I had a, a few friends who were in the audience that are not necessarily like Weird Al super fans at the same level that we are, and um, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Dan Pasternak or or uh, Mike Kaplan or someone said to me, because um, like, and I guess I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but you know we were kind of hanging out in the front of the stage because we're all trying to socialize, so we haven't seen each other in so long. And they commented, like, more people are coming up and talking to you, Ethan, than I've seen come up to Questlove. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we know so many people, and, and we're all trying to get together and say hi. Right. It was crazy. Questlove wasn't hanging, ha- handing out merch, That's though. That's true. Yeah. He didn't yeah. have wooden nickels. He, had no he didn't have wooden, wooden nickels. nickels. No wooden nickels. <laughs> yeah, hand me did, stickers. Did anybody get manage to get a wooden nickel and give it to Questlove? Yeah, I we wish I'd thought about that at the time. No. <laughs> well... I would have done it. Quest Love, we owe you one. Reach out to us if, if next, you're next interested. Yeah. In Quest Love, if you're listening, nickel. contact Frank. He'll uh, he'll hook you up. <laughs> he'll send you one. <laughs> Guys, I have a very important thing to uh, to say right now. Coke okay. Zero Solo. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Did you do one too, I Dave? I did. He did. I, I knew I what you were not, going for, so I did not. So it wasn't, hear a, it, so it so it wasn't a solo then. It, you both did it at the same time. It was a time. duet. It's a duet. Yeah. Well, we both Coke did a solo. Duet. That's Coke called zero a duet. duet. Yeah, that's not, Coke zero that's duet. not a solo. Solo means. I don't think we ever yourself. thought about that before. I think. Wow. I think Dave and I have done duos or <laughs> just called them duet. solos. So thank duets. You. Yeah. Wow. No one's yeah. double no solo. So I want to mention right, this so we, now we before, sat I, in our I, wait, before before we get. I want to mention this now before I forget because I don't remember uh, this day was is such a chaotic day that like my brain's going to be jumping all around <laughs> this entire time. Uh, but I do want to mention that uh, a couple other people that I did talk to uh, before, either before emo or before the actual concert, uh, and I did run into. Uh, 
if met for the first time, and Ethan, you've talked about her on the podcast before, our friend KC. Uh, oh, there. yeah. Yeah, and uh, got to meet her for the first time and chat with her. And then another uh, listener of ours uh, named Wendy was also there, and she uh, just came out of nowhere and was like, are you Dave? And we started chatting for a little bit, so that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. And they, and I think they said, I might have met Wendy, chaos. too. Yeah, you might have. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. And uh, I don't know. Yep. So that was uh, what was going on uh, at, at one point. I did want to make sure I got those in before I forgot. Yeah, I think um, I think it was at this point that we saw our buddy Jeremy Ween, who we had seen in New York City Comic Con. Um, and we've seen <laughs> oh, him in yeah. other places before. I think I saw him before the show. Um, Much more with yeah. Jeremy later. That's for sure. Yes. That's right. <laughs> um, so it was time for JW to come out. And I have, uh, looking at my notes, this is where my notes start. <laughs> so thankfully, I have something to refer to. Uh, I have at 8.04, around 8.04, what? JW took the stage. What do you have, Dave? Your, cl- your clock, your, your, you need a new watch, Ethan. Because, oh, no, Emo uh, is 8.04. When did JW come out? Well, JW came out at well, you know, it's an eight o'clock show, so that usually means that JW comes out at well. This time he came out at eight o one, is what I have, <laughs> and then I have uh, emo coming on at eight o two. So I don't know. Uh, well, what, what I have uh, that I, feels impossible. <laughs> what I remember based on my memory, very wow. distinctly, yeah, exactly. is JW comes out and he starts to talk and there's no microphone he's talking into <laughs> oh, a mic yeah. and it's completely it's completely yes. dead there's a microphone just no audio I think yeah we and all he's like wooing. yeah yes <laughs> we sure did uh, my it, favorite is jw i talked to him afterwards and he was like yeah I, I spent 45 minutes getting people to boo everyone in jeopardy and then he gets on stage and like what is he <laughs> 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 you trained us all the people in the front you trained us jw um, yeah he trained yeah, so the veterans he, well he gets there aren't stage. a lot of people who got booed off of the stage <laughs> at Carnegie Hall, and i feel like jw should be proud yeah, to be one of them give him a plaque it's like losing on jeopardy <laughs> <laughs> well after it's dave you have 802 maybe by 802 that's when the uh the mic started working because it was very awkward because <laughs> i think it was a solid very like, awkward. 90 seconds or like two minutes it was like Boo! And then every they're trying to get yeah. like the audio fixed. Yeah, I feel like it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, so he finally oh. was able to do his introduction of Emo Phillips, um, who came out. I assume with his Harlequin outfit. I didn't write that down. Yes, <laughs> Harlequin. <laughs> his probably. Yes, Ethan was wearing uh, Ethan. Ethan, not Ethan. Emo. Uh, Ethan, we already went through what Ethan was wearing. Uh, Emo was wearing his uh, his uh, his black and gold outfit. Uh, his uh, Ethan mm-hmm. calls the Harlequin outfit, and uh, he was amazing. I, I know he came out and he was just shocked at like the uh, the uh, the um, the response the that he got immensity. when he came out. Yeah, <laughs> and he just he fell to his knees and he was and he put his hands up on his. Uh, on his head and was just sort of like in shock and like awe of everything that was going on, the applause that he was getting and the fact that he was performing at Carnegie hall. I don't yeah. know if he's ever performed there before or not, but, but it was certainly whether you perform there 
once or tw- or this is your first time, you know, they, it's certainly it's got to be a magical experience every single time. Yeah, and for for someone who's been such a consistent performer for so long, like emo, to finally have that moment of being on that oh. stage is. I mean, it was really cool to, to witness uh, him experience that. And then he went on to have an awesome set and just really absolutely killed it. I don't think he could have had a better set that night. It was incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Well, at some point, I guess it's probably okay to mention this because we generally don't talk about what he says. But throughout the entire tour, there was sort of this running theme with emos that anytime uh, he would uh, – he kind of get to a point in his uh, show. He would say, and he would sort of say something along the lines of, "Well, I'll have that all figured out by the time we get to Carnegie Hall," and uh, <laughs> and he must have been working on it because uh, he certainly had a, a great set at Carnegie Hall. He had it all figured out. <laughs> Only took him twenty seven weeks. No, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, he had a great set, but it was actually one of the shorter sets that we've seen from Emo. We were kind of more used to uh, right around 30 minutes um, throughout the tour. And it might have just been that they, you know, uh, had, you know, a shorter window for this stage. I know certain houses have certain union rules. So I have the Emo finished up his set at 828. I think uh, I think JW's microphone issues were were biting into his time a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. Another reason to boo Dark JW. JW. Boo! 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 You stink! <laughs> but uh, I do, I do have. I'd like to point these little things out when I notice them. So uh, now uh, I will. Uh, there is a joke that Emo has where he talks about how he uh, beat up the uh, school bully with a baseball bat. And uh, this is, it took me a little while, but I finally made the connection uh, to the Weird Al cover song, Beat on the Brat. So I had to write oh. that down. Oh, oh nice. Oh. Took you long enough. He should re-release that in honor of this. Yeah, another, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps another color of vinyl. Emo Phillips variant. <laughs> Blood splatter <laughs> vinyl. Emo Phillips Blood splatter, splatter with black and, black and gold. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Harlequin edition, <laughs> and the Harlequin edition, and the bloody Harlequin edition. and the three-inch Harlequin edition. Uh, so uh, it was really great to see emo, um, and then we had a, an intermission. Um, and that's really, it was, I think I had to go to the bathroom and I was just like, I don't think I can find the bathroom and get back in time. So yeah, I just, no. <laughs> no, no the intermission was like risky. 11 seconds long. It literally long. Was. Yeah. It was no yeah. time. It was. Um, oh, I did want to. Like, we saw, like, I, sorry, I saw Lex Friedman and, uh, Ryan and his partner, Dr. Lyle, uh, for oh, like yeah. 10 seconds. We took photos and then like, it was yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there we I, go. I there we go, Ethan. There's your uh, guest from Australia that I was talking about. Dr. Our good Lyle. friend Ryan. Oh yeah. Okay. Finally. <laughs> yes, Ryan and Ryan's from Australia. Dr. Lyle is not. <laughs> I think of Ryan as being from Toronto because that's where I met him. <laughs> 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 Even though he <laughs> lives in New York and is from Australia. He's a world traveler. <laughs> 
So I, I, I think I was chatting quite a bit with Craig Billmeyer, and I was like right at the front of the stage, right in front of my seat. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people trying to cram by me and Questlove and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And uh, did notice uh, Suzanne and Jay sitting over by where uh, Aaron was seated. And yeah. um, there there was a, a younger girl there, and it, I don't believe it was Nina. It was it was uh, not. Of, it was um no. it was Ava maybe. Right, I'm American Ava, Idol. Be, yeah, yep, uh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. What did the Jackie, Dave, Aaron? What did you guys do during intermission? I probably sat in my seat. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I told Questlove I liked his sweater. He said thanks. Oh, you talked to Questlove. That's awesome. I did, yeah. yeah. Very briefly, he said thank you, and then the then the intermission was over. So, <laughs> so they couldn't I, go beyond the sweater. I remember standing at the front of the stage with everybody in that gaggle, and I kept calling uh, William King a bum because we had a running joke. There was a joke going on, and I was just like, "You bum!" And I'm pretty sure Suzanne. I said it loud enough. Suzanne heard me because I'm pretty sure she looked at me for like a like a hot second, and I was like. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did like I did like Quest Love's sweater as well. I did not. It was a very nice it, sweater. It was. It was. He a really often cool has sweater. nice sweaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how anyone yeah, could have worn a sweater. I was burning up in Carnegie Hall. <laughs> maybe he's. Maybe he runs cold. Yeah. yeah you know? Maybe. Yeah, I had to take my leather vest off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly. It was like a blur, like I said, everything that was going on. But I, I'm pretty sure I did a lot of socializing during those eleven yeah. seconds yeah. we had because I, I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember sort of everyone just gathering up near the front where we were, and and you know people haven't seen in a long time, and it was so much fun to get just get to to catch up with everybody. And for anyone who uh, who's good at math at home, eleven seconds in Weird Al Super Fan Time equates to about six. 16 minutes uh normal people time because i have that uh the show actually started at 8 44 oh okay i had 8 45 but i'll give you the this one (laughs) so can i say what happened when the lights went down go for it what happened when the lights went down yeah yeah do tell Wait is, when, wait, is it family friendly? Is it family friendly? Hey, now. It, was, <laughs> I'm saying that's when this big posse came in, went into the row with Suzanne, and I turn around, yep. and it was Daniel Radcliffe. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Right behind you? Uh, <laughs> or two how rows many rows? Me. Two rows behind wow. me. So wow. he was staring at the back of your head during Weird Al. The whole time. The whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could feel it. You, Did you had feel a little... the intensity? His yeah. baby blue eyes just piercing. <laughs> We're also about the Burning same height, so, so there you it go. works out. Because <laughs> he's like, he's oh. really short. He's tiny. Like, yeah, he's luckily, tiny yeah, luckily, so not... wee. <laughs> luckily, you're not super tall. That would have ruined his experience. <laughs> it, yes, it really would have. So that was a little added excitement to the uh, when the lights go down that, and the show's about that's to That's very cool. So, yes. That is very oh, cool. Yeah, is very well, cool. I think I think Dave had a little bit of a heads up that Daniel Radcliffe was going to be there because <laughs> um, we were trying to get together with Marty. Uh, we had a um, uh, a gift we wanted to give her. Yeah, that's right. We had a little a gift we wanted to give to 
to Marnie and uh, we were trying to meet up with her and uh, she told me that she had no chance of meeting up before the concert because she was off on a special mission and then she let me know that she was in charge of escorting Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> into the building. So I did have a little heads up that he was coming, but I, I actually did not it's see a little him bit. there. So, so, uh, so it was, but it was exciting to know that, uh, that our co-star, uh, Ethan, myself and Jeff Lucera right. was going to right. be at this concert. That was pretty exciting. And Aaron yeah. had better seats than him and questions. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> we, um, um, what was I going to say? I'm sorry. Someone I don't know. Talk. Are we ready to uh, move on to the, the actual concert itself? It was a concert? <laughs> I know. Right? It almost feels like <laughs> Are you it sure? feels like with so much going on there. I mean, I'm glad there was a concert, but like I said, it almost feels like there didn't need to be one. Just the, the gathering of everybody. Just the icing. The excitement going just, on. Yeah, yeah, just the icing was, on the cake. Great. Well, so we uh, we were very excited that they started the show with Fun Zone. Yeah. The whole band yes. slowly came out, and uh, I know we always talk about how it's just it's so exciting to when the show starts with a live fun zone, but mm. having a live fun zone in Carnegie Hall yeah. was insane. <laughs> like, I've got chills Honestly, right like, now. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, like, I'm just classically conditioned when I hear that song. I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. This it's is going to be such a great pump-up song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was like almost like uh had to be a given that he was going to do fun zone there's no other you know start of a show there's no other way to start a show at carnegie hall than start with fun oh, zone. No. i thought that was great and uh you could definitely tell uh the band's excitement and his excitement for performing on carnegie mm-hmm. hall uh for sure and it uh, felt like there was a like a different breath of air like when they when each band member walked out and when they started it's like you could tell like as as the kids these days say, the uh, vibes were immaculate, and it was the just like kids. it was like <laughs> it was like the vibes were so good, and it was so like wholesome, and it was like it was kind of like oh like we made it, we're here, like let's it go. It was it was really Alexis, yeah. breathtaking. How old are you? Um, twenty four. <laughs> the kids. Yeah, the kids. The just kids. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I've been friends with most of you guys since I was like eleven. So like, yeah, 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 sorry, that's true. Mm-hmm. Been a while. I can only imagine, you know, these these uh, four insanely accomplished musicians. They've toured the world. They've, you know, been part of Grammy award winning albums. They've won Grammys themselves. You know, the fact that they are playing Carnegie Hall, but not just the fact that they're playing Carnegie Hall. The fact that they've been for twenty seven weeks leading up to getting yeah. ready for Carnegie <laughs> Hall. Like I just I can't even imagine what was going through their minds um going on that stage with, you know, that all that practice in the bag, but also the the excitement of like we finally accomplished going to Carnegie Hall. We finally accomplished going through this tour. It really showed in, in how they played. It was just maybe the best sounding fun zone I've ever heard. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was great. Cool. Well, Al come, comes out after, after. Well, before I have one more thing on Fun Zone, uh, I do want to <laughs> do want to give out give a shout out to uh, Word Al for doing the uh, Boneless Boy dance during Fun Zone. <laughs> well, I have one more thing. If you had one more thing, Steve J was wearing glasses. <laughs> nice. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs>
Sunglasses or regular glasses? I might not say glasses, so I have to assume <laughs> uh, just regular glasses. <laughs> okay. Um. So then, yes, Al came out. He said, "Hello, New York City." <laughs> All I heard was "hello" and then just loud cheering. I could not hear any yeah. other yeah. he said after that. I can confirm Steve J's glasses were not sun. <laughs> Perfect. And I know the next question that everyone is wondering. What shirt was Al wearing? Well, <laughs> I don't know what I've said this shirt was in the past, but my new name that I christened it with <laughs> is called Fern Gully. Fern Gully? Excuse me? <laughs> That's the name. I, I, I can't change Can it. Can you say That's that one more time for everyone in the back, in the back of the classroom, Mr. Ullman? Fern Gully. Like the plant fern, fern gully. gully, like I don't know what a gully is, but well, fern. you're gonna have to describe. You're gonna have to describe <laughs> this shirt so that I can understand where you're. Uh, where I'm gonna you're coming need with photo evidence. It it looks like uh, ferns. <laughs> See, oh, here come my girls coming in clutch. <laughs> I don't know. There it it is. looks like ferns, right? It's like leaves, like black with green. Happy little trees. Yeah, sure. Okay. Happy little thing. Okay. Would have been a good name, but Fern Gully was already <laughs> locked in. I'm sorry, Alexis. Foul. So, <clears throat> you know, Weird Al said hi, and then they went right into the second song, the first song, with Al singing, which was... Lame Claim to Fame. Ooh, yeah. Really, really nice yellow... Uh, lights on that song yeah very, very enjoyable seeing the uh carnegie hall stage lit up uh they did you know just a pretty cool stage uh and just getting to see uh how they did the lighting for this uh stage was was pretty cool i wrote that the yellow lights reminded me of i, I guess what we call the uhf lights the lights that they do during the uhf song <laughs> and yes uh, the, those little lines and, yes and the lines at one point directly lined up with steve and that was uh Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. And uh, uh, luckily, my notes are extremely illegible. Illegible. <laughs> I can't even speak. That's how bad they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have that. Uh, at this point, I took a look at, at the smiles on uh, the band members' faces, and I noted that uh, Al and Steve had the biggest grin on their face that I've, I've ever seen. They were they're definitely <laughs> exciting. Um, and then uh, Al said, of course, how you guys doing? And he uh, did his uh, whole uh, – he introduced Emo, and then a nice so, surprise, yeah. uh, Emo – Emo came out on stage to take a bow. Yes, that was yeah. the first yes. time I've ever seen that. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah, yeah, yes. So he sort of, yeah, gave Emo a a, a second uh, chance out on stage just to kind of thank him for the tour, thank him for everything, and uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jeff a is very cool moment. Jeff is sharing pictures of of the moment with us. Uh, but yeah, like was, like you want to do on a podcast. Yes. Yeah, on an audio podcast. Yes. <laughs> so um, he said he loves emo. He's uh, yep. Um, you know, known if you'd asked him in the early '80s, if 40 years from now he'd be touring the country in a bus with emo, he said, "Yeah, that sounds about right." 
But this was a really touching moment. He uh, said, uh, let me just take a moment and enjoy this here. And he just stood up on stage. And then people started clapping. And then they gave him a standing ovation. Yeah. And uh, he was genuinely taken aback at this point. And you could just see, like, it was totally an unscripted moment. It it caught him off guard. Just, I think, the the emotions of being on Carnegie Hall and being done with this uh, incredible, like, 27 week tour that he was on with zero breaks in it uh you know 130 <laughs> he was, he was something so emotional. concert yeah he was he very was, emotional i could see you could see like the tears glistening in his eyes a little bit even from yeah. like yeah. five rows back it you was could see it was like it was really sweet yeah it was really amazing and then he was sort of he took it in for a, a few minutes and then he's like oh we have a curfew here uh <laughs> kind of tapping at his wrist but he did say you know it was yeah. a childhood but worth dream worth yeah, yeah worth that moment absolutely oh my God. It was so so Chills. powerful and so lovely like yeah. i'm like yeah i'm yeah. like hearing up now i'm just thinking Ooh, about yes. it yeah that was uh i don't know if we're um counting moments is the song's just pick of the night but if i had to pick <laughs> that, that was my pick of the night oh moment of the getting, night for sure yeah that was incredible uh and then al said can zeb write a song real quick <laughs> and then al said uh ever since i was a kid it was my dream to come to carnegie hall and play a bunch of unpopular songs just like this next <laughs> that's right <clears throat> But yeah, that was that was it was a beautiful moment, and uh, um, <clears throat> I think you know people like us, people who are have devoted so much of their free time to uh, enjoying Al and and so many years to enjoying Al. You know, it's Al up there getting to be at Carnegie Hall, but it's also us getting to be there while he's at Carnegie Hall. It was it's a touching moment. Yeah, it was it was a nice it was a nice uh, you know portion of the show to just be able to reflect and be like holy crap this is it's like we're we're here this is happening like (laughs) this is a real thing so cool it was really (laughs) really incredible and uh it was worth the whole tour just to get to that moment i think (laughs) oh easily um so uh the first uh unpopular song <laughs> was close but no cigar. Close but no cigar. Yes. Hooray. Yay. Wait, wait. You you says did, did we do lame claim to fame while I was out? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. This was the first unpopular song. Lame claim to fame was a popular song. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's funny, uh, funny uh, you have that, Jeff. Um, did anyone take a, a moment to uh, count? <laughs> no. No. 100% no. <laughs> the I'm still getting over. The song. No, no, you're still getting over the moment that just happened. Yeah. There's no way I'm <laughs> counting Viper Slaps. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's I, your job. That's your job. You're out of your mind. That's your job. Not my job. Well, I take my job very seriously, and I counted 18 <laughs> Viper Slaps. So okay, nice. close enough. Uh, Sounds good to me. I, I think Al uh, really worked to, uh, to fudge a couple in there. Uh, just to uh, change, change the uh, spreadsheet a little bit. <laughs> 18 vibra slaps. Um, had to get his money's worth. Uh, he's playing on Carnegie Hall. You got as many vibra slaps in <laughs> as you can while you're there. Right, yeah. And uh, of course, uh, there were actually crest, the uh, crescent moon. Crescent moon lights, yes. Uh, nice uh, yellow, green. Yeah. The, the All over the back wall. Really cool. 
It, yeah, the back wall is, um, how would you describe it? It's sort of, uh, it's not like a curtain back wall. It's sort of like a ornate. Um, yeah, it was, it was an actual, yeah, a wall. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, like a, the a stage, yeah. The stage at Carnegie Hall is a little different than a lot of the other venues we've been to. So it's just because I guess it's an older venue. I don't know. But yeah. it was just kind of like a half, like, circle shape up there. Not super big. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't really have like wings or anything off to it, and yeah, they just played without a curtain behind them. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, there's was... one little black hole in the middle of the back wall. Yes, I don't which... know what that was about. <laughs> well, I later learned it was not a glory hole. It's actually uh, Kamal, the photographer. Wow. Um, <laughs> was... I thought this oh, was this is family friendly. Glory what? You Family can look through it and see the glory that. of the <laughs> yeah. stage and the audience. Sure. And that's exactly yeah, what it is. Sorry, Aaron. Because Kamal, the photographer, was uh, stationed right behind that hole. And that is where he was taking photos of the concert. <laughs> oh, was from behind the band. oh, my God. Why? What, what were you guys thinking? <laughs> well, apparently we're all dirty thinking, birds. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's give it let's 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 uh, explain how the how these lights i mean these incredible lights i mean they just sort of took up the entire back wall uh really nice like these yellow purple green lights and stuff that were, were up there they it looked amazing and the lighting at, at this show was was at this show and for this song in particular were, were incredible uh and uh a couple other notes i had is uh during the line where he uh, says he's wearing or they're wearing the left Manolo, he did point out his shoe. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. Get a shoe point. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we did get our, a point to uh, Bermuda during the Buddy Rich solo as well. Very important, those two points in the song. Yep. <laughs> the literal points. So Agreed. We, we have literal to track points. it for the spreadsheet. So uh, after for that song, uh, Alex said he wrote this next one in 2002. As soon as I heard that, I knew what we were going yeah. to do. Yeah. Yes. It's, this, it's the subject of my favorite Weird Al music video, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you people. That's like making the argument is a hot dog a sandwich. It's Bob a music video. It's a hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I have no notes written for Bob, uh, but I, I do I do have an interesting moment uh, that happened during Bob, is that I noticed that uh, Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West he was off to the side, sort of motioning for a drink, like off stage to someone to bring him a drink. I guess he uh, people forgot to give him water. He needs water to. Uh, oh yeah, perform, I yeah. Suppose it was interesting. Uh, but yeah, that was Bob. Uh, that's what I got for Bob. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. then i got uh that he says he normally saves this for the end of the show but uh you notice that we were getting antsy and we got our drum solo hooray and it was the (laughs) the stupid solo i think that's what bermuda calls it where it's just the one hit of the drum the that's my favorite drum solo. Just that's a, a good bam. one. <laughs> and then Al sort of just shrugged. He didn't. <laughs> He's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, 
they they uh, went right into I'll sue ya. I'll sue ya. And um, there there's something that happens during this song from the audience that we have to. Um, yep. So, so so there are there are some there are some very uh, there are some very disturbing lyrics in this song, of course. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, see, and uh, I almost don't want to repeat them. How disturbing they are, <laughs> but they but it, it, involve it besmirches the great state of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that seems fine. That's fine. What? what? Wow, that's okay. <laughs> Guys are no longer guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've lost two of our guests, and uh, I noticed that uh, during this awful line where uh, you know he says uh, you. Know, Bought a ticket uh, to New Jersey, went there, and it sucks. Oh, it hurts me to say that. I did, uh, Jackie and I, my, uh, and myself, and uh, even the woman sitting next to us uh, gave a thumbs down and some booing. Sitting next to you, I saw that, and I was like, "Who's that person next to them?" I don't know. I did. I. She just joined in. It's fine. It's not 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 somebody that I had ever met before, but she's a, a new friend of ours now. Because Obviously, a person of taste. <laughs> a person of well, taste. It's right. That's right. Obviously, has good taste. Going to a Weird Al concert and and booing at the correct time. Well, Dave, I, I know that this is controversial, uh, but I do have certain rules uh, related to when I boo and when I don't boo. And unfortunately, this <laughs> fell under the statute of not booing. And I did cheer and give thumbs up. Oh, boo. <laughs> Disgusting. Boo, boo. Disgusting. You flip-flopper. <sighs> <laughs> I got to show my mistake. So, uh, did, uh, I'm so curious about this person next to you. Did they see you booing and then start booing, or did they start as soon as you guys did? <laughs> did they go in with the plan of booing? <laughs> I can only assume they went in with a plan of booing and just uh, just were as offended as Jackie and myself are during that line. Yeah, <laughs> I just I wonder if it's a coincidence that in the entire theater, the three people who are booing were. <laughs> Unless Jeff, Aaron, or Alexis, if you guys uh, booed as well. I I I I don't remember. I, I did not. I don't I think not. I did. I mean, there's a good chance that there's they're from New Jersey at that show, right? Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably in the entire that's, like that's state pro- area. Right. So that's yeah. So it's scary. <laughs> scary? Oh, you people. Wow. Well, I'll I didn't say I it. I went to New Jersey, and it didn't Really suck, thought better, y'all. So. No, it was it was good. I the, yeah. I went to New Jersey for the first time this year with the, like to see you guys, and it was okay once I got to New Jersey. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I went to New Jersey, and it was okay. It was, okay. It was all right. Okay. It was okay. okay. <laughs> Could have been better. <laughs> At least it's not Connecticut. Right, well, let's let's move on. He said, "Our next, our we have a, next. We're going to play an old favorite. Uh, we're going to play an old favorite next called One More Minute.' Yay! And, uh, Yay! Yes. <laughs> he said, "I wrote this in '85 or '86, and um, then he started talking about 
um, when they played it on TV. And, and Al can never remember the name of the program it was played on. Uh, so he said it was called, he believes that it was called Dick Clark's Summer Action something hoot nanny <laughs> rock and roll hoot nanny it's called dick he said it he thought it was dick clark summer action rock and roll hoot nanny hoot nanny and then he asked bermuda to uh clarify if he got it correct right and i i think uh bermuda said it was actually the dick clark summer action rock and roll cash grab and Al just said no. 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 Well, of course, when Al starts talking about the Dick Clark special, um, we get to hear the story of one more minute getting bleeped on uh, yes. national TV. So, um, so uh, after telling that story, which we've told many times in the podcast, um, and every time we do, uh, Dave gets. <laughs> bumps on his YouTube video of it. Um, Al then went on to play the uh, filthy, uncensored version of One More Minute. One more minute. Yes, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. And yes, I, I, I'm sure I got a ton more hits on one. I must have the only copy of this in the world out on YouTube. Because uh, it seems I get random comments uh, after Weird Al concerts when he mentions it. I think Al was really Thanks, feeling. Dave. <laughs> Al was really feeling the the energy of of Carnegie Hall, and, and uh, he really was intentional when he got to that lyric. And I feel like he sort of broke character, and he kind of broke the song, <laughs> where he's like, "And I'm clean Grand Central Station with my tongue." Like, he <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh my god, the everyone lost absolutely it. Absolutely nuts. It's so <laughs> awesome. Like, people don't know who's here for that line. <laughs> You know, it's a great, it's a great <laughs> moment. It's a great moment. So great, so great. And then uh, at this point in the show, Al realized he didn't know what song was coming next, and he saw Dave, and he remembered that Dave's <laughs> nickname is Elvis. And then he decided that he would play Velvet Elvis. <laughs> yeah, there's that that loud hum that that. that oh, it's it, so good. Could, that you yeah. only know is it can only mean that Velvet Elvis is coming. Uh, it's so it, it's, there's no verbal intro for Velvet Elvis. It's just no, it's, and you feel it like reverberate. Yeah, right yeah, yeah it's, and it's so the like nicest thing. It's like the closest thing to ASMR to Weird Al concert that you could get. It's <laughs> 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 the vibration for Velvet Elvis. <laughs> the purple lights, everything. ASMR. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it was incredible. It was incredible. I was uh, totally mesmerized by the uh, by the music, by the lights and the lyrics and everything going on ha happening there in front of me on the stage at Carnegie Hall. It was it was a great moment to hear that song at Carnegie Hall for sure. And I'm so glad that we got to hear the next song at Carnegie Hall because uh, Al said um, back in 1981, and Dave fill in as you can because <laughs> I'm having a hard time reading my notes. <laughs> Uh, in 1981, he was on the Princess Cruise to Acapulco, uh, and he said, obviously, it was a low point in my life. <laughs> and he said the second night, he went to the lounge and thought to himself, what a pathetic group of musicians these guys are uh, in the easy lounge. But it ended up being beautiful music, and uh, after hearing them, he immediately signed them to an exclusive 45-year contract. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean, uh, this is a part where he usually introduces the band and uh, he's his standard. He went to uh, John Bermuda's Sports. He met in 1980 on September 14th. Uh, they performed another one, Rides the Bus, together on the Dr. Demento show. And, of course, Aww. Ruben, he met on Grinder, which seems <laughs> to check out. And, uh, and yeah, so this was uh, – when I tweet these out, I, I always uh, give them a little fun name. I called it the – Dare to be stupid, the Princess Cruise to Acapulco version. And uh, certainly when he got to the line in the song where he talks about uh, dare to be, where he has the audience singing along and he's yelling, dare to be stupid. And he goes, I can't hear you. Well, then the next line when everyone yelled out, dare to be stupid, it was audibly loud. Yeah. It was You could tell that everybody yeah. was definitely singing along at that point. <laughs> it was a noticeable difference between uh, the previous dare to be stupid and that dare to be stupid. Um, well, I, I got to ask everyone because all I know, I was sitting next to Jeff. So, Jeff, I know what you did. I know what I did. But when Al asked for a volunteer, uh, Jeff and I both raised our hands. <laughs> I raised my oh, left wow, hand nice. and Jeff raised his right hand. Did anyone else participate? I don't remember. I, I'm sure I I maybe, maybe I might have. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Neither but, of us were chosen, though. But... There were a lot of other people volunteering, Jeff. <laughs> You're not that More stuff. importantly, we're in the front. Did, did Questlove or Daniel Radcliffe volunteer? I feel like Questlove would definitely be the type of person to volunteer for that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I, I have written down that there was just also a guy screaming during the song. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Guys, that might have been There's me. Always oh, guys screaming during this song. It's just Jeff. It's just Jeff. Yeah, it's just Jeff. <laughs> oh, also, Apologies, everyone. I do want to mention. I don't think we said uh, where. I know, Aaron, you said, or uh, Alexis, you said where you were. Jeff and I were sitting directly in front of Steve J. Um, so we're on Steve's side. Um, yeah. Dave and Jackie, you were on Jim's side, I believe. Centerish, yeah, we were pretty slightly close to, to the Jim's, center, but it's yeah. pretty centerish. Slightly, yeah, very, very slightly off to Jim's side, but mm. yeah, definitely, definitely closer to center. Yeah. And Aaron, you were Jim's side as Jim. well. Yeah. Yeah. We we got every angle covered. Awesome. <laughs> the six of us. Um. Well, so after Dare to Be Stupid. Uh, Al or Steve got up and, and started to go, and uh, Al let us know that Steve has an eBay auction closing in a couple minutes uh, for a Beanie Baby. A Beanie Baby, um, yep. That's my favorite one. And uh, I say he looked over towards uh, John and he said, "Where's John?" And uh, he says, "Well, I guess we're a power trio. Power trio now." <laughs> Something acoustic, uh, and then I guess I think he turned to point? Jim. He said, "What do we, playing, what right? we do?" No, he turned to Jim and and uh, Jim said, "How about we play a uh, power? I think a power ballad would be great." And yes. Al said, "Oh, how about in C sharp?" And then they went right into, <laughs> "You don't love me anymore." <laughs> and sometimes during this tour, you know. I, we hear songs and we hear the audience react as if they're hearing it for the first time. You know, I don't think yeah. the six of us here are necessarily like hearing the punchline and laughing out loud the same way, maybe the first time we heard it. 
Um, But for You Don't Love Me Anymore, I felt like there was a lot of reactions from the audience to the punchlines as they got to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was just maybe a song they hadn't heard in a while or maybe this is their first time hearing it, but... um, it's also like a quieter song, so yeah, yeah. You, can, you can hear oh, the, yeah, the yeah, laughter. Yeah, yeah that's true. And um, I don't, I don't think I mentioned this, but I was pretty convinced that at some point uh, Daniel Radcliffe would be on stage singing a song with Al. <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting it would be uh, for the encore. So we'll see if if that guess came true. But at this point in the show, I was, I guess, coming up with what songs I thought he should sing with al and (laughs) the first one i suggested is he should sing the 2000 inch the david (laughs) (laughs) and then my second choice would be skipper dan oh i see what you did there the most apropos those two songs yes Those are the only two possible choices that could possibly uh, duet with Weird Al. <laughs> I have something written down here. I have no idea. Wait, let me see. Wait, wait. Crowd something is what I saw. Hold on. Bring, hold on. Let me. I is it coming see. up reverse for you guys? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I can't even tell. It's the second word. The second word <laughs> nope. looks like it it's, said donut. It's not well, reverse. I, I, I got more notes than you do, so let me go through my notes. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, the second word looks like donuts. It looks like it says "friends." I donuts. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I got it. I got it. So uh, oh, I'm glad it's kinds of donuts. I don't Bermuda, know. <laughs> Bermuda returns, and uh, Steve was uh, still missing, and uh, Ruben walked off stage. Uh, and then Al said that uh, a few a few years ago, he was at a party at a friend's house, and they were talking, I guess, about who the uh, greatest person in the world was. And uh, <laughs> they were going through Gandhi, Confucius, uh, Madame Curie, Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci, or or as Ethan and I call him, Da Vinci, uh, Martin Luther King, and he said, "You're all idiots." And that was <laughs> okay. It says "friends idiots." That's what it says on my yes. paper. Um, friends I are also- idiots. When Ruben got up and left, he got up and he moved his stool to the left. And so I was like, they're going to play Craigslist next because Ruben moved <laughs> his stool over for Steve. And then Ruben stands for Craigslist. So I was like, I bet he's prepping for that. Uh, so that was my guess. Um, and uh, CNR was great. Um, as yeah. Al started doing yep. later on the tour, uh, he continued with uh, saying, Gene Rayburn, giddy up in the, uh, the yeah. instrumental part, uh, which is fun to, to get. And um, it's just so cool. I felt bad for Steve, though, that, um, you know, he's at Carnegie Hall and now he's missing out on two songs. <laughs> <laughs> he it was that a very important beanie, beanie baby. Yeah. Very important beanie baby. <laughs> Couldn't miss out. Hey, sometimes all, eBay comes first, We could all first, buy man. Steve, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, I did note, write down that Weird Al did three th- three thrusts during the uh, making love to a manatee line, <laughs> and uh, and uh, also uh, just a a note uh, a little bit more of what we did pr- prior to the concert. Uh, I we were watching Match Game uh, when we woke up. So it's uh, such a good was, show. Uh, I love watching the reruns. <laughs> I love watching those reruns. 
good. Prior to while we were getting ready to head out to Carnegie Hall, we had match game on in the background. The old the old Gene Rayburn match game. Giddy up. <laughs> Giddy up, Gene. <laughs> So we uh, then uh, were treated with um, Steve coming back to the stage and sitting down next to Ruben, yeah, uh, as I had predicted. And uh, Al <laughs> said this song is a Doors song that he uh, heard from a third generation cassette uh, that was recorded from performance at the Whiskey A Go Go in 1967. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he said this song didn't really take off because the 60s weren't ready yet. Uh, now with a half century gone by, uh, we're going to play Craigslist. Yeah, incredible, <laughs> incredible, uh, amazing lights. Those circle lights that they have. Uh, I, you had a you had a name for those, Ethan. I don't remember what they were. Uh, <laughs> it's the uh, um, oh boy, he doesn't remember <laughs> what they were either. It's, it's, no, I wrote it down. It's the CKC lights. I don't remember what that. <laughs> What is it, CKC? The CKC light. Craigslist circle <laughs> lights. I don't yeah. know either. Sure. Some somebody somebody will Whatever floats your boat. Somebody will have to listen to our episodes and, and find out what that is. Yeah, everyone, and we we don't know everyone listening right now. It's like obviously you can it's figure it out. Work. Somebody's screaming <laughs> at their device right now. <laughs> <laughs> Email Frank. Frank at They're calling the spatula line. As, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Angrily. The line line. Being flooded Email Frank. Angry listeners. It's, his, it's his fault that we don't know. So. You guys don't even Frank. know your own jokes. <laughs> but yes, those were, those were amazing lights all over the uh, historic uh, Carnegie stage. It was, it was really cool. Um, I mean, that's always the highlight as far as lights go for any show for me yeah, usually but cool. the way that it, it was just turned up to 27 at the carnegie hall was just absolutely yeah. incredible it oh was yeah really so beautiful easily all right so we have uh the coffee shop and i have uh yes <laughs> have blue bottle coffee at avenue of the americas That's oh yeah I have blue That's bellow like, coffee, but I could have heard it wrong. That's blue bottle. Yeah, it's a blue Uh-oh. bottle. Okay. And so. I just took down a couple. Oh boy, I got notes. <laughs> got right? notes. Something about a a rice crispy skull. Yeah. He would eat rice krispies out of. He'd eat rice eat rice krispies <laughs> out of a bowl made from uh, your skull. Uh, snap, crackle, pop. Snakes, <laughs> snakes rise up and sucking off the flesh. Yep, snakes rise up and suck uh, the flesh from my bones while the radio plays. Probably baby shark. Was baby shark? Yes, baby shark plays baby, baby shark. He's uh, riding the uh, desert on a Mustang <laughs> convertible with circus peanuts. Um, well, he did American. say uh, uh, corn nuts or maize nuts. Maize nuts. <laughs> yes, that's that's a little bit later. We're getting there. Uh, the, the American Indian, the American 
Spoiler! <laughs> the American Indian was holding a bag of corn nuts or maize nuts, uh, and he was completely naked. Uh, <laughs> you do, you do, you, Mister <laughs> Mister Indian Man. <laughs> and then, freedom tastes like cool ranch Doritos. Ugh. Yeah, he's then, right. Yeah, that's what he said. Cool ranch. And then. Stop it! What's wrong with Cool Ranch? They're the worst one. They are not not the the worst worst ones. Have you had the sweet chili Doritos? Those are the superior Dorito, but the Cool Ranch is not the worst one. Cool Ranch is not great. What's (laughs) the worst Dorito then? Cool Ranch is a delight. I think the jalapeno. I think we. I've never had the Dorito. Okay, fair enough. I know. It sounds like we uh, we need a secret need Dorito a great, tasting. I do agree, though. The sweet chili is the sweet chili is Dorito. immaculate. Oh, I've never had those, so we'll have to do the episode. Oh, you're missing out. Um, oh my god, they're so good. The, Can we just stop right now? Yeah, yeah. There's a Seven Eleven down the street from my house. I'll that was some. Dave and Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> and nothing else else happened, so that was it. No, I Maybe said stop the, the car. We'll get Ethan a bag. <laughs> stop the car, fishy, fishy, something. Uh, and he says he wants to tell a secret. He's the one that uh, put the empty carton of milk back in the fridge. And I, I want to now that we can talk about this since we know the film is out. Um, mm-hmm. During Craigslist, he <laughs> came out a few months ago, Jeff. Shoot. Times. Oh, Jeff. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> um, when Al during Craigslist was saying, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Uh, it turns <laughs> out that he was referencing uh, something from the film that uh, Daniel says as Al in a very Craigslist-ish uh, scene. <laughs> so I, I thought that was pretty cool that Al yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> referenced the movie, uh, you know, Six months early. <laughs> so much for an NDA. <laughs> right, which is based off of uh, Jim Morris, something Jim Morrison had said, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. I want to pause was, uh... for a second because I don't think we had. Aaron, have we had you on the podcast since the movie came out? Aaron is in the movie. Did you guys know that? <laughs> it looks I like Aaron doesn't know that either. I don't think Aaron knew that I either. Had, I had a speaking part, which is more than you two had. Whoa. Oh, True story. Oh. So oh. where's your part? Girls spill the tea. Was in the audience at the Lincoln show where Al used audience oh, voice oh, when we yeah. all said, Is that what you want? And we all went, No. <laughs> so. So, he is in the Craigslist scene in the movie. The door is Jim Morrison. I was also I was also knowing at that point, uh, but I don't know if they just removed all of our audio (laughs) from from the (laughs) and replaced it with Aaron. Yeah, I can hear me, so it's me for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Dave and I shared a scene, and Aaron and Jeff shared a scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, co-starring. That's great. Um, yeah, Craigslist, excellent, excellent Craigslist. Yep, uh, he said he's take a moment to let the spirit of the Lizard King uh, leave my body. 
<laughs> and then, and then he, uh, he, he went into the real music uh, discussion. Do you have good notes yes. on this, Dave? Uh, yes, yeah, I guess asked in interviews if uh, he ever makes real music. Um, because if something is funny, it can't be real. So, uh, sort of I think went off on that. It's intentionally then... funny, it can't be real. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And he said, so this one's a sweet song. It's about the tr- joys of childhood, um, early adolescence, and it's just a nostalgic look back. Which, of course, was good old days. Good old days. Oh, before we get any further with good old days, it's we have a spatula call. I don't think we've ever gotten a spatula call during a bonus episode. So, all right, let's, Frank, let's just hear it. Hi, this is Madeline for the Caverns. Did somebody say tonal clipping lights? Toenail clippings, toenail clippings, toenail clippings, toenail clippings, toenail clippings, toenail clippings. Bye, Dave and Ethan. See you again soon. Wow, I can't believe that we got a phone call during a bonus episode, but huge thank you to Madeline for calling in. Yes, (laughs) in fact, there were, Dave. After 27 weeks out on tour, the moment everyone has been waiting for leading up to this moment, the amazing, those fingernail, toenail lights, whatever you want to call them, they were up on stage at Carnegie Hall. It was a magical moment. We finally got that, the moment yeah, everyone's been I, waiting for. I had to take a picture of that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't always take too many pictures, but the toenail or fingernail lights, it was just too pretty sick and majestic to nice. pass up. Uh, it was purple, it was the toenails, or the fingernails, and it was just, it was incredible. That was, that was another, like, highlight moment of the show for me. <laughs> Toenail like for good old days. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, after the song, oh. Al goes, well, there's All one right. thing that a drum solo reprieve! Bermuda did the infamous, my drum solo. Oh. My drum solo, and Al just said no again. I, I love that reaction. No. Not acceptable. Not okay. With the drum no. solo out of the way, they went right into Dog Eat Dog, which I have zero notes. Yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I have notes. I'm trying to read through them here. Oh, boy. Oh, he hit the he. You know that's uh, yes. Uh, he's got that table sitting next to him uh, where he keeps all of his instruments and and his accordion when he's not using it. Well, he uh, bumped that table and he had to steady the accordion, but he managed to somehow do that without without losing his concentration and staying forward. It was it was amazing. Yeah. It was like it's like a second instinct or something. It was it was mm-hmm. it was incredible. He just he bumped it. He caught the accordion. He steadied it, and he did not like miss a beat. Like. If you were looking at his face, you would not have well, noticed funny, anything. It's funny that the it's accordion incredible. gets knocked because this, up until this next part of the show, he had not used the accordion once. Right. Which is really right. surprising. No. That you're in Carnegie yeah. Hall. You're, you're almost a, almost you know, a crime. Maybe not technically <laughs> the best, but <laughs> arguably the most <laughs> famous accordion player. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're not playing the accordion until the 14th song, but... Doggy Dog ends, and, and uh, Al picks up the accordion, and 
you know, he, he says the whole thing, check off the accordion. Is it going to be used? You know, it's going to be used eventually. So he picked it up and um, started talking about how Halloween was in two days because it was the 29th of October. Yes. Many people in the audience were dressed up yes. like uh, we went through. They're, they're dressed up as Zelda Link characters and, and uh, actors from their – or characters from their favorite uh, <laughs> biopic. And uh, – <laughs> I will. I will mention. I did bring a hot dog costume, and I did not put it on the entire time. Oh, that's right. I remember talking about that. And I was like, "What happened?" It was. So, it was so hot. I was like five drinks in. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that's when you put on the hot dog costume. <laughs> right. Sounds like that's the best time. That's the big question is: sense. was the costume a sandwich? That's. <laughs> oh, so then Al said he needed some pipe organ. And uh, he started playing the pipe organ MIDI accordion and said, this will work. And that can only mean one song. Yep. <laughs> one of my That's favorites. right. Wait. You want to say it, Alexis? Well, She's pointing is. to the wall. Hold on. It's the Nature Trail to Hell poster. Yeah, we can barely <laughs> see on her you back. You can barely see it. Yes. But it's there. It's there. There. Nature Trail to Hell. Nature Trail to Hell. And oh, which it was so incredible. wonderful, so awesome. Even oh, I love God. that live. It's so good. It's so good live. It's so good. Even with one thing missing. What was missing? Which was the fog. Oh the yeah, fog. right, right. <laughs> That's right. The no fog. That song. Um, yeah, there was no fog. That was interesting. Yeah, incredible to hear it like right before Halloween. I mean, if he didn't play that <laughs> two days before <laughs> Halloween. I think there would be riots in the street. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. Well, so there's, uh, it, interesting. I mean, we talk about this, uh, and we're going to talk about it in the next song, a little spoiler alert, but uh, there's uh, this sort of uh, waterfall effect that happens during one of the songs, but there's this reverse green bar waterfall effect that was going on uh, during Nature Trail to Hell at the uh, part where there's that fake out I thought that was uh, very interesting and unique. I hadn't, don't remember seeing that before, and maybe because the stage usually is filled up with fog, and there yeah. was no fog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I actually, uh, can I interject real quick? I'm sorry, I have to go. It's my dad's birthday. We're going out for oh. dinner. Um, but can I say one thing really quick about the cover song? Would you guys be able to add it in at the end when you get to it? Sure. Because <laughs> uh, I wanted to hear that cover song so bad. And when he started playing it, I cried literal tears when I heard Aww. you make it. Aww. I was very, I made my entire night. Aww. That was it. All right. Well, we haven't That's spoiled so what the song is, so we'll, we'll leave it in and people can know that you're crying as we get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Figure yeah. it out. Thank you to Alexis you so Adams for joining us. Bye, Alexis. Bye, Auntie. Bye. Bye, y'all. I'll see you on the flip flop. See Maybe. you soon. <laughs> See you on the flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so her. she's great. That was really great that she could join us. So I don't know if uh, you guys, I don't know who was at these shows when we heard Nature Trail to Hell leading up to this show. Um, I don't have the spreadsheet in front of me, but for the, the previous couple times that we saw Nature Trail to Hell, Bermuda was not doing the screaming. He had, he was playing clips of screaming from. Uh, Jurassic mm. oh, really? um, mm-hmm. but huh. for Carnegie Hall Bermuda 
broke out the old windpipe, and he was actually screaming again. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he Thank was goodness. like no, I have a question. Up to it, saving his voice for Carnegie. I, I, have, I have a question. <laughs> Do you think Bermuda would quack at Carnegie Hall? <laughs> yeah, Dave understands. He doesn't quack. He doesn't quack. That's that's a good that's a that's we, a call that's a call back to a really yeah. uh We we asked him about that tour. and he he looked at us stone cold and was like I don't quack. And we we're and that was so the end was, of the conversation was, and we were yeah. like Okay. Yeah, quack. so this was this was on one of the previous tours, maybe Alpocalypse, where they were doing I Want a New Duck uh, as one of the songs. And uh, I had had mentioned how I really enjoyed this. One of my favorite moments in the concert is during the song when everyone's up on stage uh, quacking like this is a really accomplished, yeah. uh, <laughs> incredible, you know, go on to eventually some of them win Grammys for their solo projects, a uh, band up on stage <laughs> and they're relegated to quacking up on stage and uh, Bermuda flat out. Let me know that he does not quack. Yeah. And they seem pretty offended like, by that question. Like we felt like we went across the line with that. Like, <laughs> how dare you think that? So uh, my, my guess is he would not quack if he was, uh, if he on was, on, if he was asked to do so on Carnegie Hall. <laughs> So well, I would I would quack at Carnegie Hall. Quack. <laughs> Again, no one's asking. So. <laughs> but in case I'm you're wondering, rent it out. I'm gonna rent it out just so we can go quack. <laughs> well, so earlier I had said it would be really cool if Daniel Radcliffe came up on stage and sang Skipper Dan, but as we now know, coming up next was Skipper Dan. Not featuring Daniel. Yes. <laughs> no, it was more like skip it, Dan. No. Skip. Yeah, they skipped Dan. Skip Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it was the uh, standard Skipper Dan intro was what I had written down. And yes, there was a waterfall. Second one. Ooh. I have written down great waterfall. <laughs> oh, Wow. I, I think the waterfall stands top ten out. waterfalls. It, probably, it's. I think it stands out better when it's not on the black curtain. I think it stands out when it's on like oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. kind of background, like um, some of these music halls and uh, Carnegie Hall. Certainly, um, it was great. I have two yes. notes from this entire show. One was that there was no fog, and the second I have Skipper Dan, Jim, feeling it. So oh. he must. That, that's all <laughs> I got. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what we would have done without those two notes, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> right. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's why I'm here. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim was feeling it during Skipper Dan. And uh, and he did, Al said that they were up. That, so we're at the end of October and they haven't played a Christmas song yet. So we have. <laughs> Jeff is showing us something on his phone that I couldn't see. And uh, <laughs> it was the waterfall. It was very good. Oh, it was, was it? Was it, would you say it was great? Top ten waterfalls. Would you say what a waterfall? <laughs> I don't go chasing water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it could have been one out of two possible Christmas songs. And uh, which one did we get? We got the night Santa went crazy. 
Yes. yes. Extra Indeed. slash kind of gory version. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of gory version. Nice. The kind of gory version. And um, I always love the red and green lighting cues on yeah, this one. So I do like too. It's just it's just cool looking and festive. Uh, it feels very yeah. It just feels very very just yeah. It's lovely. Has Al ever toured in December, like around Christmas, that you guys have seen? That, not, not that, that I've seen, but he, he was... I don't, uh, I don't know. He yeah. was in, I want to say, uh, it was 2010. He was out in December, whatever tour that was. He was overseas. He was in Europe. Okay. Oh, heading to... It was Australia, right? Or maybe it was Australia. It might have been Australia. I don't have the tour schedule in front of me, but yes, he has he has performed in December. If that's what I wonder if he's played the night Santa went crazy. It's something to look up. Maybe our internet sleuths can do that for us and let Frank know. Um, Of course, it's Frank's fault for not knowing, for us not knowing. Yeah. This. What is he even doing? (laughs) Are you paying this guy? Of course not. He's paying us. No. He pays us lots of money for this privilege. We better increase that amount. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> Absolutely. Good <laughs> jerk, that guy. Um, so, jerk. He mentioned that he had a movie coming out. Yes. And uh, there was a certain person that was in it, Daniel Radcliffe, who happened to be in the audience. And he did not point out uh, Daniel no, Radcliffe. No, he did not. <laughs> and but, uh, he did say that it's currently on an NDA. It's embargoed until the 4th because we were just like a week away from yeah the movie coming out you know what a weird time that was because <laughs> we'd already seen it like four times at this point right? yeah we'd already started it like some people times. only some people okay <laughs> surprisingly no screenings in sioux city iowa oh, really what? weird <laughs> yeah but the really airport strange. goes to chicago and denver <laughs> it's true <laughs> <laughs> you know he talked about um well, actually, uh, let me say, he, he started talking about, um, I don't know. Let's edit this part out because I'm very confused. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> well, so, so this is basically a standard introduction that he felt it was a little bit redundant uh, because the he had already written a song that was uh, all about his life. And that song is Albuquerque. Woo. So, uh, Woo. so. This was another also, one that boo, I was because that's like a final yeah. song. Yeah, it was it was it was, ex- it was sort of like a, a moment where like I knew this was one that he would have to play at Carnegie Hall. If you're going to Carnegie Hall, you know you sort of need to play Albuquerque if that's uh, in your catalog. And it was amazing. It was it was incredible. Uh, <clears throat> and and <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah, you know, Albuquerque is certainly like one of the uh, craziest songs in his repertoire, and I think. I think that's yeah. what you're saying, Dave. It's like if you're gonna play Carnegie Hall, you gotta do something absolutely 100% weird Al. You know, like yeah, yeah. If he Hunkers, didn't play, yeah. if he played Biggest Ball Tournament, Minnesota, people still would have been excited. But it's just it doesn't have. I would have been very excited. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you guys would have been excited, but I think I think Albuquerque was the right choice. So I'm glad he went with that. Yep. Uh... We did get our apology, uh, you know, for uh, the uh, hermaphrodite, and he said, uh, just went on to explain that language <laughs> is fluid. Uh, yes. Um, so, uh, we got to the donuts, and did you count them, Dave? I did not count the donuts. <laughs> did you count the donuts? It was just 25 donuts, 
as normal, and we okay, uh, okay. we got Dingleberry, Hollyberry, and Chuckberry. We did not get any of <laughs> the E thing suggestions. <laughs> and I guess uh, now is a good time to uh, give a uh, Red Rump the Goody update. Uh, I was really hoping for for to hear that at some point on this tour, but unfortunately, <laughs> there were zero mentions of Red Rump the Goodies at Carnegie Hall, at least from Weird Al. I may have mentioned it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were. I, uh, there were no uh, through the microphone red drum to goodies. Um, I do believe JW was trying to say it, but his mic was off. <laughs> <laughs> Denied, <laughs> censored. Uh, once we got to the pet names, uh, we got Sweetie Pumpkin, Honey Muffin, Sugar Pickle. So nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> yep. there uh, for Carnegie Hall. That's kind of <laughs> he's not treading any new water. Carnegie Hall is his pet name. <laughs> Um, and then again, uh, we sort of started noticing this near the end of the tour. Um, Al calls for the guitar solo. Uh, yeah. Name. Yes. Uh, that was Albuquerque, as far as my oh, notes are well, concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. He did have the uh, part where he forgot the lyrics and he had to start over. And uh, so we did get a a true uh, uh, f- fuller version of Albuquerque, a longer version because he had to start over again and uh that was albuquerque and it was great it was amazing indeed it was but that's not all but that's no no they uh of course they went and did the uh the fake out um you know end of the show and bermuda was just on stage wiping his (laughs) drum screen Um, I have the- there was a really nice just as they were wrapping up the song just knowing that like we were kind of nearing the end of the tour there was just this like nice uh, energy of, of the guys just, just wrapping up that, that song with their, with their instruments it was just you could feel the like satisfaction of oh, yeah. a job well done you know um, that was so cool but then of course you know as we're going through the guys with the fake out um, I mentioned Bermuda. Jim was tuning his guitar, and I saw Ruben like throwing towels around. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and it was cool to see Melissa on stage at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, a little, little Melissa there. Very cool. Very cool. Then uh, uh, it was time for the encore. Yeah, I believe this was an audience request, and uh, he had people yelling out, and he said, it's pretty unanimous. I think I uh, we know this one. And uh, apparently it was really emotional for Alexis uh, to hear this. Mm-hmm. Yep. She had to, our she special guest, even Alexis. She to talk about it. She was so upset. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Overcome. Was uh, Actually, I... How do how do they write this song? They write this one kind of weird, right? It's like uh, uh, it's a natural woman. Yes, yeah, you make me feel. Yeah, you make like me feel a... is in parentheses, and then you make me feel like a like a natural woman uh, by Aretha Franklin, of course. And what an incredible song to to play at Carnegie Hall. What, yeah, what a, what that was pretty cool, cool. What a cool choice. And actually, um, by Al playing that song at Carnegie Hall, it was a shout out to the podcast. Uh, because Aretha. Oh, really? Oh, it was. Lynn. 
Oh, <laughs> okay. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we got a shout out, but I don't like that you referenced Frank. Um, that's upsetting. Copy that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought it was a Christmas reference because of the wreath. <laughs> wow. That's I thought it was a stretch, reference man. to Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all of them. <laughs> there's there's layers and layers and layers, you know. Yes. A lot of thought, a lot of thought must went into this cover song to be uh to be played yeah. at yeah. Carnegie Hall. But yes, natural woman, Aretha Franklin. Uh, very emotional uh, moments uh, for everybody up on stage. Um, and uh, we had one more song. That was not it. One more song. Yeah. No, I'm not ready for it to end yet. No. Well, it's, it's, it's coming to an end. Uh, the Unplugged Medley, oh. which of course consists of Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and the Yoda Chant. I'm seeing if I have any notes. <laughs> the on Yoda it. chant, <laughs> like like Al performed the Yoda chant at Carnegie Hall, and that is <laughs> just fantastic, spectacular. <laughs> before we uh, talk about all that wonderful stuff, I, before we get too far, I just wanted to mention that Al did, um, I believe, tear up a little bit. You said it got a little bit emotional. Yeah, he, he yeah. the amazing yep. band, and he said, "Thank you for having us." So it was a really sweet moment. Yeah. yeah. That, it add, was really, really yeah. I mean, just the whole night was just wonderful, and it was just so cool to to see him up there, uh, you know, in his glory. Really, yeah. I have notes, but I can't read them. But I do have that the concert ended at ten thirty nine officially, <laughs> with Al saying, "Thank you, thank you, New York. I love you all. Good night." It was. Pretty stinking majestic. I mean, it was, it was a pretty cool concert. It was sad that it ended, but it was incredible to be there and incredible. To yeah, but what an what an end. Yeah, but our night did not end because we still had uh, VIP fake out ending. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we had we had a, our second part of our VIP adventures where we had to go back upstage to the uh, to the up the crazy elevator again, back up to get our pictures taken. That was a uh, nightmare. <laughs> and I, I had to like, I had to go and pick up the books, uh, the Bermuda books. Oh, yeah. You're like, like, it was you terrifying. have to leave the building. And I was like, wait, I don't want to like leave the building and then not be let back in the building. It was right. Just, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Well, and then, you know, so once we go back up that treacherous, treacherous elevator, um, <laughs> we, uh, we're greeted with a box of boxed water. Um, and <laughs> I think I alluded to oh, yeah. this earlier. About this. Yep. It was the worst water I've ever had. It was so nasty. Really? I don't care what? about the environment. I don't remember anymore. the water being bad. Well, maybe I got a bad. No, I box. found it. I found it quite refreshing. That's how bad it was that you don't care about the environment anymore. No, Ethan? I don't. I don't care if boxes are better for the environment. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> chop down a tree uh, in protest of horrible he's gonna go. Water. He's going to go eat a chicken. He's gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to eat yeah. it. I'm gonna, but guess what? Just, They're just going to make more boxes out of that tree you've chopped down. <laughs> I'm going to burn it. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to 
<laughs> well, I guess. Well, all right. Before we before we get too much further, Ethan, uh, uh, I don't even know if you did this yet, but uh, you have to pick a song of the night for me. Oh, that's true. I do have to pick a song of the night. Um, Dave, uh, you're right. I didn't write it down, um, so I will do that right now. I need to review and think what you would have picked. Um, tough. It's real tough. Um, but I think I have, <laughs> I think I'm going to, I don't know, Dave, this is tough. Uh, no matter what this I sounds like stalling. Right. I, I, I am stalling. <laughs> Suspiciously like stalling. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to make a little guess. And, okay. um, since we have visual right now, instead of writing it down and keeping it secret, Dave, I'm going to have you close your eyes and I'm just going to show uh, our friends, which um, which song I'm guessing. So Dave's not looking. He's turned away from the camera. This is my guess for what Dave's going to say. Um, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. So let's see uh, what Dave... Dave, if you're ready, I think Frank can play the music. I don't know when... Oh, when well. does Frank play the music at the beginning? Well, let, let me let me try to let me try to figure out what this song is first, uh, and then uh, I'll cue Frank for the music. I have to, I already figured out what it is, Dave. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? <laughs> so, so there were actually there were actually uh, uh, three choices that I had had narrowed it down to. Uh, one of them was I thought Velvet Elvis was amazing, and, and so uh, I thought that one should have been on the list. Another one might be a surprise to people, but. Uh, but this one, it, it's uh, it's really a great song um, that on prior tours Al would have a lot of audience participation in, and I felt like uh, that he would need uh, that if he had done this that song on one of those tours in Carnegie Hall, it would have been an amazing experience for him to be out in the audience around walking around with people, and that is one more minute, uh, which is another one that that should be on the list, and then of course. Getting to see Albuquerque at Carnegie Hall was a was a, a real, real uh, amazing experience. So um, I'm going to say I probably probably going to disqualify one more minute, although it was a great rendition because it was missing that audience participation uh, part. Uh, whew. All right, I think I'm ready, Frank. Pick up the night. <laughs> I, I gotta go with that. I'm gonna remember most. I'm gonna remember most seeing Albuquerque at at uh, Carnegie Hall. So I'm going with Albuquerque as Dave's pick of the night. All right, Frank. It's the prediction of death. <laughs> of the night. <laughs> Thank you, Suzeb. Let <laughs> for those amazing songs, by the way. Um, Dave, you know, I feel like I've guessed this a couple times just because earlier in the tour, you said, at some point, I'm going to pick the Unplugged Medley. This is the last show. <laughs> you never picked the Unplugged Medley. So I wrote down Unplugged Medley because, yes, it's pretty pretty crazy to see Albuquerque at Carnegie Hall, but to see Al and the whole band chanting and doing a little weird dance for Yoda chant. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to remember from (laughs) Carnegie Hall. (laughs) So, actually, I have an Ethan suggestion. Oh, do you? Okay. Ethan suggestion. I think you should change your answer, Dave. (laughs) 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 
was cool. Uh, I, and I believe I have actually picked the Unplugged medley before. Uh, so um, I, I will have to have somebody else fact check that. But uh, I believe that, that I have. And uh, <laughs> But yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> be- better luck next tour, Ethan. Uh, <laughs> well, we have the 2023 shows to, uh, to, to do some. That's, so true. We'll That's true. Um, That's true. I won't be I won't be at those makeup shows, so uh, so it'll be even harder for you to get my pick of the night correctly. <laughs> well, it, it's all based on what I say about the song, so maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try to influence you. Um, we ended the show after the show. Um, mentioned going up to VIP, um, where I'm trying to figure out where where we were drinking the horrible water, um, cutting yeah. down a forest, starting a forest fire. <laughs> Um, <laughs> dumping gasoline on a turtle. Uh, then what? <laughs> so many straws up the nose. Yeah, that was another fun, <laughs> another fun moment because that was another great moment to socialize with everybody out who was up there. I mean, I, I, you know, just going through just everybody who was up there was incredible. Uh, just hanging out with everybody, getting socialized, and then uh, they had this this setup and. I guess Al probably had uh, stuff he had to do with Daniel and Questlove because it took him a little while to get up there, but uh, he did. He did eventually get up there. We had our pictures. Uh, for my picture, I know that I had uh, I had wanted to do uh, the fist pumping that I had done, uh, award winning fist pumping I had done. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in Weird the Al Yankovic story. So uh, we both did I Love Rocky Road fist pumps. <laughs> Me and my uh, my biker, a tough biker number seven cosplay outfit. And Alan is his uh, fern gully Hawaiian shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the fern gully. <laughs> so it was uh, actually, I, when I saw the picture, it was amazing. I was very happy with it. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Get to sort of say goodbye to, uh, to Weird Al. It was a little bit more laid back than some of the other uh, meet and greets have been. Uh, they still had, you know, plexiglass in place and, and all that stuff, or the plastic in place and all that stuff and the distancing. But it was a lot more, a lot more relaxed environment up there. And the, yeah, everyone had exhaled, it seemed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, the pressure was off and it, uh, it was, it was really cool. Um, but while we were waiting, it really wasn't an issue waiting. It was just, like you said, Dave, it was fun to socialize and get to see everyone. Um, you did the, the fist pump, and uh, but we didn't say what I did. And I don't remember scrolling through the photos right now, trying to stall. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Do you know what you did, Jeff and Jackie? Oh, I was the last person. I do. I had the... Oh, of course you were. <laughs> I had the intention of of uh, of photoshopping the uh, coffee mug, the Weird Al coffee mug, <laughs> yes. uh, over Al's Ooh, actual yeah, head. Nice. And I held the coffee mug so that I could put Al's head in my hand. Beautiful, That's uh, And and so I had him sort of looking up in in horror, um, and then did the Photoshop, and it turned out uh, it was uh, my photoshopping skills are not great, but uh, for t- terrible Photoshop, I give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. 
Uh, so I don't know if you guys can see, I just put it in the chat so you guys can see my picture. This was a picture that I've, I had wanted to do with Al the entire tour. And yeah. I brought the supplies around <laughs> me, around, around the country. That's excellent. Um, that is excellent. So finally I was able to do it. And what I did is I brought um, a, an Ethan costume for Al to wear, which includes a <laughs> yeah. hat, brand new, never worn 2000 inch hat, and um, an actual pair of my glasses uh, with the lenses popped out so it wouldn't hurt Al's eyes. Nice. And we both stood there and we posed doing my Ethan hand signal next to each other. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I love and, it. Uh, I love hilarious. It. I can't believe this wasn't at the top of my mind because it's my favorite picture I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> that is very nice. That is excellent. Very nice. And while we were at the VIP, Aaron, you were chatting it up with, uh, with, tell us what you were doing. Yeah, we were just hanging out, um, outside, got to talk to Steve a little bit about the upcoming, uh, European tour, Australia, before it was announced, I guess. We were able to talk about that a little bit. He was excited. Um, and then talked to Emo a little bit as well, because we're pretty good. Emo and I are pretty good buddies. So that was fun to chat with him a little bit as well. But mostly just waiting nice. in the cold while you guys were. <laughs> while we were getting a break. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, since you, you decided to come to New York City so late, it, the VIP tickets were long gone. So we wish we could oh, have you out there with us. Um, yeah. But um, we got out. Did we try to sneak you in or am I remembering? I think that was just no, not Jeopardy. To, yeah, not to VIP. I know that, oh, okay, that was gotcha, both gotcha. and I, okay. I had no... I totally understandable i was not uh trying to get into that we could see through a little window if i kind of peeked up that i could see al and do some things <laughs> through there so that was kind of fun <laughs> yeah uh, how where were we up like six well, no, we were like, <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> the initial people that had uh the close personal friends of al were down um down on the first oh, level gotcha, they gotcha. didn't have to go okay. up the uh, stairs <laughs> yeah <laughs> well so we um we ended the uh the evening by we all went to a diner a big group of us i, I yeah, not even was, attempt it, to mention everyone yeah it was so big we had to split it over multiple tables because i know so many you, tables. I was over not, multiple like i wasn't sitting time zone guys. yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was, took forever to get there i don't understand we went so far yeah, yeah. I, I know, again it, it was like i talk about a side quest like <laughs> it was side quest love it was oh. halloween weekend it was now a saturday night in new york city right. at You're midnight right. yes. yeah, every yeah, yeah. every bar was packed i mean shoulder 100 packed. yes yeah that's, that's right. right you guys were texting us you guys were texting us while we were there because there was a bar and, we were supposed uh, to go to and they got there yeah. and they're like yeah 10 people can come here and we we're like well that's yes. not an option anymore uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, so every every like five minutes we would get a new text like, "Oh, we're going here." It nope, just kept getting farther. There. And there. Nope. <laughs> yes, but then we finally did end up at the diner. We and did, and it was place. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that a bunch of you guys went ahead ahead of, but yeah, but uh, I know I waited back for Jeff uh, to walk over together. So I, I for just that was like what a was long. I doing? You I were waiting for you were waiting your, for somebody else. Somebody. 
Somebody else oh. who is parking their car or moving their car. Oh, uh, Ryan and Dr. Lyle moved their car yeah. so they could be Even closer to away. what we thought, <laughs> where, we were go- where we were going. <laughs> and they actually wound up moving farther away from oh, no. where, where we ended up. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was like a long walk to get to this diner. That's all I remember. It yeah. was cold. It was kind of a small diner, and uh, like we said, we had to split up. So I ended yeah, up at a four four person table with Aaron and um, William King and uh, Jeremy Wayne, who we also mentioned earlier. So it was the four of us. Um, where did you guys end up? I ended up at. A- I was with. Oh. I said. Sorry, I ahead. ended up at a, a table with like a b- bunch of people. I was mostly sitting with Amy Carter and Tara Lynn uh, Lauder, mm. which I, they were people that I ran around with during running with scissors. So I've known them for a very oh, long cool. time. Yeah. Nice. The cool reunion. I was with Nancy Lowry uh, and uh, I think Vicky was at our table for a little bit too, but I was uh, with uh, Ryan and Dr. Lyle. Cool. Yep. Where'd you end up, Dave? It, well, uh, yeah. Well, Vicky was uh, was bouncing a little bit uh, between tables. It was uh, Vicky DeVries, Ryan Cheese, and myself, and uh, and Ron Albro, who was uh, sitting with me at at the a little booth. We were like the last people seated, and actually they were at a different they were like at a different table, and they ended up moving over to sit with me because I was going to be sitting all alone because it's going say Aww. all of this. Dave ends up by himself. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, it was really nice. Uh, and actually, Ron had uh, Ron had put together, um, put to, had done some drawings and stuff that he had brought to to show me of different band members and and uh, that kind of stuff. So it was really it was really kind of cool. It was nice to get to to chat with both of them uh, at the at the table. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I feel like right after the show. Um, we did we take a think we picture t- outside. Yeah, oh yeah, we took yes. like the, like a, a big old group picture, and I'm trying to find it. I'm sure it's posted somewhere in our Facebook group. Uh, just like of everybody who had went to the diner, it was a it was a massive crowd of people, and I'm sure we overwhelmed the wait staff there. It uh, yeah. was also yeah, was, a group picture, like after Jeopardy, or, or like there in was that a, Jeopardy there was, room yes. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I have all those. <laughs> Both of those. There's also. Yeah, everyone just sort of walking down the street at me. This photo, which was kind of hilarious. Oh yeah, on the way back we saw rats, and Jeff freaked out. So many rats! I freaked out, and Ryan was like obsessed with them. (laughs) Ryan was like he had never seen live rats in New York before, even though he lives in New York. To the point where Dr. Lyle was joking, like, "Are you going to go interview them? Like, what are you doing?" (laughs) Like he was just like couldn't get over it he thought it was a kangaroo maybe it was reminding him of home <laughs> it was that freaking big they were almost <laughs> as big as a kangaroo yeah, huge. They were not. They were big huge yeah i i i guess i was uh closer to ryan i was fascinated because i'd never seen like a city rat that size before so I was very, I, I wasn't maybe as interested as you're describing Ryan was, but I was, I thought they were pretty cool. Um, but we, Ryan wanted to do a paper. We ended up, um, uh, Jackie, Dave and I um, brought Aaron and Jeremy along to uh, the car to bring them back to their hotels. So they didn't have to navigate at like one or two in the morning. They were, yeah, they were pretty far away. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What the, yeah, yeah Times Jeremy, Square. Jeremy wanted Very. to kind of insist on walking and, and we're like, we have a car, we can drive you. And then I don't know what Jer- Jeremy was bringing us his wild goose chase. I, and I think we ended up dumping out <laughs> him in front of like a Burger King or something. And he's like, this is good yes. enough. And he's just like, yeah. like, like he didn't want us to know where he lived. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He didn't really want us to know where he was. <laughs> he's like, this is good. Random let me out. Let me out. And he just jumped out and like ran into Burger King. So I'm not sure what was going on with that. <laughs> all in all, what a incredible. I do remember walking back to my hotel every corner we would like all stop and hug and say goodbye and like, 90% of us would continue on the same direction I don't know if you've seen that Mr. Show sketch that is exactly that but <laughs> um, that's incredible it was what an incredible night um, experience so many great friends um, great music great you know performance but also just you know the ending of the tour you know we um at least Jackie, Dave, and Jeff and I, sorry, Aaron, we're all at the first show. So, you know, being 20, yeah. 27 weeks later, um, boy, I, it, it was incredible the amount of travel that we did. But thinking about the band, like they literally oh, like left yeah. home. And then we had like four months. Six months. Kind of, yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, we, it is crazy. We would do you a, we would do, I don't think we did a, an entire week on the, like away from home. We yeah. I mean, we, yeah, but we like topped out at about a week away yeah. from home and it was, and it was like tiring just to, to do oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, I can't imagine doing props to everybody in the band and crew and, and people. just traveling and breaking down this, the state, you know, the state, all that work. Night, oh. all that, yeah. Setting it up, you know, the JW having to do Jeopardy every single night and then, uh, Al having to perform every single night and then meet and greet with like 50 to 100 people afterwards. It, incredible. Like just, just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. 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 When I think back through the whole tour, so I ended up going to 39 different shows, which is more concerts oh my than I've ever seen. Uh, and even adding multiple tours together, it was absolutely insane. The timing just sort of worked out with me. Um, and being a, being fully remote, my job made it uh, doable. And it's hard to think about 39 shows. Um, what was my favorite one? Someone asked me this recently. And it's hard to not pick the first show because that's when they yeah. played our theme song. So it's like, it's sort of cheating if I don't, you know, I'd be cheating myself if I didn't pick that show. So um, I'm curious. What, what was your what second favorite you. show? What's your second favorite <laughs> that's, show that's then? That's tough. But Lancaster second show was up there. Oh, that uh, one was with, great too. With, yeah. with the really cool Albuquerque stuff. Um, Paso Robles, where they played Take Me Down, was, was up there. So mm. it's it's tough. I mean, so many great shows. There's there's something unique and special about each and every one of them. So um, it's, yeah. it's it's hard to pick. I'm curious. I know we're uh, we're really wrapping up, but if you guys um, had any thoughts like that, I'd, I'd love for you to share them. I liked seeing the ones in the cavern in Tennessee. That was super cool. Oh my cool. god, yeah. That was a f- cool venue. Um that yeah. Yeah. I mean Carnegie Hall was amazing. Yeah. Um the Kennedy Carnegie Center Hall was amazing. Was... Like we got to some really incredible venues this year. I was happy to be a part of um with you guys while you got to hear Biggest Fall of Twine in Minnesota in yeah, Minnesota we, for the first we heard time. The, so we heard that the was twine my Twine Bowl, Twine Bowl in Minnesota. 
Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And we got to see that the twine really cool. ball for the first time. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, we got an A, a plus, you know, five star tour of the twine. Oh, right. <laughs> like, you get to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron put together that whole birthday party for Dave, and we got the VIP uh, or the VIP, very important twine uh, tour. We got to go in and smell <laughs> the musk of the. Yep. <laughs> God. The, the mildew. The, it's great. The uh, musk and the mildew of the, uh, <laughs> the Sissel's twine. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Dave, what are you thinking for what, what's memorable for you from this tour? Uh, everything is memorable about this tour. Uh, it's, 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 it's like, it was a great tour. It was very exciting. I said to get out there and to, uh, to get to see everybody again. And, um, I'm sure I'll have a lot more on that if we end up doing a tour wrap up, uh, because we are additional tour dates, uh, announced. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's makeup tour dates, which I know that Ethan is planning to go to a few of those, uh, if not all of them. And then, uh, and then there's, at, as of this recording, there's, uh, dates overseas, which I don't think any of us are going to. And then there are dates in Hawaii as well, which, uh, I know Ethan, myself and Jackie are, are going to be at those too. So Alexis, I'm going to reserve. Those too. I just got back from Hawaii. He announced oh. it the day I got back. No, oh, no. It's almost like he knew. Right. <laughs> He's like, is she home? Is she home? Okay, now I can announce it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to reserve my answer till after the the tour is officially officially over. Okay. Well, Jeff. Fair Jeff, enough. what are what are some big standouts for you? Big standouts for me. I mean, I lo- I like I got to see the first two shows and the last two shows on this tour. Um, Poughkeepsie, Albany, and then Philly, uh, which is always very special to me because that's where I grew up and like a ton of my friends are there. And so I got to see, um, like a lot of my tour chasing friends from, from the nineties. Uh, and you know, it was, it's always fun to see shows, you know, in your hometown, as you know, Absolutely. Um, so I, you know, Philly was a, a, a big highlight for me. And uh, as was Carnegie Hall, because, oh, my God, it was Carnegie (laughs) Hall. And, you know, I remember uh, during the the dark, dark times of covid, uh, Al popped on a podcast that was not yours. um, And and uh, it was Lex Friedman. So that was. Oh, yeah. But he mentioned that that they were planning on doing a, a Carnegie Hall date. And I was like blown away and so upset like i was like oh my god the world's ending and this other thing we're missing now ah <laughs> like an ice like mm-hmm. icing on a poo cake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but now we got to go got and it was very go. exciting oh yeah so amazing <laughs> i forgot about that interview that's i'm glad you brought that up that's really cool well we we did it we saw the show we reviewed the show uh, Dave picked the wrong pick of the night. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else there's to say. One of the other highlights for me uh, on this tour was was Dave yelling at me about the Jeopardy questions that he uh, had a hard time answering. <laughs> there's and I have a photo of Dave just like hollering at me. <laughs> yeah. Some of those questions, some of those questions, Jeff, were uh, were, were way too tough. 
for Jeopardy questions. <laughs> Gosh, I don't I don't remember now what the question was around, but I know at one point Jeff had told us that like sometimes that you can ask the same information in different ways. And there was one night <laughs> the Jeopardy category was basically the same question, like the whole five. five, and like five. Two, yeah. people, two people up at the thing did not pick up on that. <laughs> I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> All the secrets are revealed. <laughs> Uh, well, I look forward to seeing uh, all of you guys again on the next tour, or the next part of this tour, or just the next time we get together. Um, we, uh, Jeff, I know we're going to be talking to you very soon on the regular podcast. Of you know, assuming um, this hasn't come out yet, I don't know when this is being released, but um, <laughs> you've got some really exciting stuff going on um, with the documentary. Um, so if you could just give us a plug for, uh, for the website and all, and all that, just really quick, just while we have you here, hurry up really quickly, go to showgalsthemovie.com and sign up for yeah. the mailing list. So excited about that yes, project. Um, so excited. Aaron, do you have anything to promote? Do you have any? I do not know. All right. Well, I'll see you, you in February. <laughs> and Aaron also wants to promote show gals. I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Show gals. <laughs> Follow and, on Instagram. <laughs> 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 and uh jackie give us a plug for mares and blacks okay well if you like little plastic horses and really who doesn't you should listen to the uh most popular podcast about model horses and model horse collecting and that is mares and black you can find us on instagram you can find us on facebook you can listen to us on stitcher apple Podcasts, google play wherever you find fine podcasts awesome and Dave, Hooray. Dave, do you have any podcasts you want to mention? <laughs> Mares in Black. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd like to give a shout out to Mares in Black, but I also would like to mention uh, that everyone should go over to showgalsthemovie.com and sign up for their <laughs> Double plug. I couldn't agree more. Triple plug. Um, <laughs> thank, uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is so much fun getting to... Uh, relive the experience with uh with a lot of our great friends and people who are in and out of the podcast but uh especially uh you guys so thank you so much for being here thank you for having us no thank you for having us thank you for having me love you bye That was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 43 centimeters Toenail tippies, toenail tippies, toenail tippies, toenail tippies, toenail tippies, toenail tippies.